The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Detroit Sound Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, and Matt. And we are live, episode 91 of the Better on Draft podcast. Robert the Porsche s- No, Sergey Fedorov episode. Robert Porsche? No, Sergey we're going Sergey. Dennis Rodman? No, no. Uh, I'll allow that yeah. one. My name is Ken. We are live in studio. Are we, though, this time? We are live. Are yes, I've double-checked. We are recording. <laughs> uh, just like last week. We, we recorded last week, too. Didn't uh, I tell you what? That was the best mistake I've ever made, I think, on this show, was not, uh, recording? not recording that first, uh, first segment, because... Uh, that New Hampshire Budweiser uh, story we'll never uh, we'll never forget. Did we not? Didn't we not record a third segment at one point? Yeah, we did not record yeah. a third segment at we one point. We didn't fix that. We just we just sorry. <laughs> we just said yeah. Yeah, whatever. you just basically went out. Sorry about that. You know, you got two hours. Great. Yeah, yeah you still got a decent long show. Right. So, uh, anyways, we've got a full studio. It's a lot more like last week. Nuts there was barely butts, anyone Nuts here. Nuts to butts. Uh, and this week <laughs> we are full. Butts. Eight uh, eight people in. Most of us. Um, we do have a uh, part 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 timer Dan in. How you doing? Wait, I'm here. You never go to me first, but so you <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. But I'm here more than Nick now. What I was going to say, about? you know, over the over the course of the last two months, I, mean, I live you know, two thousand miles away, and I'm here more I'm, than Nick. I'm beginning. Does that even make sense? I'm beginning. To think Dan and Nick are the same person because you never see, see them, them together. The no, wait, last time we were here together, <laughs> last time Nick was here, I was also here. So considering there's, there's one, well, maybe Nick, someone like Dan or Nick is on somebody's shoulders when Dan shows no, up. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> no, it might just be that tiny alien from Men in Black who operates both items. I like the idea that Nick is standing on someone's, someone's shoulders. Right, I kind of like that. Idea. Big trench coat. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you drinking over there? Got myself a Newcastle. Oh yeah. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Newcastle That's too. That's what's up. I we I, I picked you up. We went to the store, and I'm like, he's like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "Newcastle sounds good." Hell yeah! So, uh, like and stuff. it's almost gone too, Mine by the too. way. Yeah, almost gone. Already. Drank that as we uh, we're here. I uh, see so you got a milkshake stout. Uh, drinking the good old. Uh, you're regular. Yeah. Well, it's either PBR. King Cobra, King Cobra, Newcastle, or Milkshake Stout. Yeah, I think those are like your what four. A, what a leap! <laughs> your four know, very diverse. <laughs> it's, it's, a rainbow, it's a rainbow. Beer. Beer. <laughs> it's a rainbow. It's a rainbow. Super cheap, to super high. Kind of forgot. You forgot. That's Trooper, amazing. Oh, yeah. well, not as often, you know. Yeah. Trooper once in a while, but yeah, that was back in the old studio, though. Yeah, I, I can't even like, tell you the last time you drank it here. What's a Trooper? I brought it. I brought it back in May. It's the Iron Maiden beer. Trooper, you're a Trooper. No, I think we're going to have to grab Trooper for next week. It has been on tap. Well, Angela, what's going on? Hi. What are you drinking over there? Uh, I have a couple things. I've got Citradelic from the fridge. Uh, Rekindle from Toledo. Black Cloyster. Black Cloyster. Yep. Okay, I've never heard of it. It's kind of spicy. It's good. Um, I'll let someone else introduce the IPA. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll, We'll let the guests introduce the IPA. Rob, what's going on? Hey, hey. What are you drinking over there? Uh, right now, I've got uh, the Rekindle from Black Cloyster, who I have heard of because we host trivia there. My bad. <laughs> you go all the way down there to host their trivia? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just part of the team of Got which it. one host does go down there. Got it. Uh, also drinking the the IPA from Mommy Bay. Good old. It's a lot of Ohio beers here. It's, it's a bit it's of crazy. A, it's it's a bit you know south of the three one three. That's that's okay. South of the seven three four. Seven thousand. Yeah. And south, south of the M forty three. Well, it's certainly. <laughs> South of of M forty three and Boston. Well, Matt's already. Cut oh, it's off. not. It's not. Good. It, it's pretty. It's good. It's 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 for me. Of course, it's it's no Boss Tweet. Boss, Boss Tweet is. What are you is, drinking over there, amazing, Matt? But it's good. Um, I've got the case. Of the ITEs. <laughs> I got the some, ITEs. You got yeah, some Miller Lights. Yeah, I got. I, I kind of felt bad for just pulling beer out of the fridge, and by felt bad, I meant not at all. But I had a chance <laughs> hey, to that's, stop and buy that's beer. Union made. Uh, I don't know if the, it's it is. triple hopped. Yeah, it's, what you, it's, it's, it's a fine made. pilsner. <laughs> it um, is. We're going to be talking about Wisconsin today for sure. Cold so I've got a couple of these and um, a bag of fun times in the car for uh, a fun segment three. A bag of fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> segment three. Question three. Uh, so we do have one, uh, two different guests here, three total, but two uh, different walks of life. We have Eric here from. I, I guess I don't know where to introduce you from. You've yeah, I'm kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to Michigan beer. I guess. Yes. Yeah, so you you run the Ashley events. Is that I, I do uh, social media social and media. photographs for Ashley's in Westland and Ann Arbor, and I do some photography for Mitten Brew. I have my own blog, which is Michigan Beer and Beyond. So more than anything else, I'm just a Michigan beer fan. There you go. Uh, we've actually had you on on one of the original shows of Better on Draft. This was brief before Dan, before Nick. Uh, when it was kind of like a it's like, like the, by the Bell uh, junior high years. It's yeah, it's, Good Morning yeah. Miss Bliss. <laughs> it was the Good Morning Miss Bliss uh, episodes of Better on Draft. Wow. Uh, so it's been a long time since we uh, got you to come back. Well, but we're not the new class, are we? We are not the new <laughs> class. Oh God, no. <laughs> that's that other beer show. That's we're like we're like the uh, the summer the summer internship where they're all working oh, on the, the beach. Uh, oh, the, beach. the Carusos. Yes. I like I think you guys are the established yeah. veterans. You, right like now. you might not want man, that title, but you guys have been around. <laughs> done the most shows. I was so. going to say, yeah, I think we've eclipsed pretty much every Michigan beer show out there uh, in well, regards to at least show numbers. I don't know. I'd have to look at the numbers. I don't, I don't know. Tag team of seasoned veterans. Speaking <laughs> of tag team, do you guys know what the 21st anniversary is today? Of NWO. 21st anniversary of the NWO. The Bash of the Beach. That's right. Yes. That was actually going to be one of my questions. Glad I forgot that, so I didn't write it down. Oh, damn. <laughs> Uh, so welcome. You're going to be promoting. Um, we're gonna, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But the North American Belgian Beer Festival. That is correct. That's next weekend, and that is over where? It's in a, it's uh, at the Beer Garden in Ashley's Westland, and it's uh, the largest uh, collection of Belgian beers and brewers in the country. In fact, you can find more Belgian beer and brewers there than you would find at any one place in Belgium. They've been doing wow. this for six years now, and uh, they just recently moved it from February every year now to uh, this is the first summer one that they've done. Okay. Uh, Ashley's is really well because they got the Funk Fest coming up too, I think. we The Funk Fest was previous, it was scheduled, and then they didn't get the beers in that they wanted because sour beers are so unpredictable. So they're mm. doing it September 9th now. Okay, so I don't feel bad. I felt like I missed it for a second, and then I'm, that makes sense that I felt like it because you obviously rescheduled. <laughs> Uh, we do also have uh, return guests making their almost one-year anniversary return. The Brew Review Crew. Hey, you yeah, got it this nice. time. How, how often did you practice that? <laughs> did I mess up a bunch last time? No, I just feel like everyone does. My dad still can't say it. It's fine. 
I feel like whenever you say their name, I feel like it's in cursive. It like out of your mouth. It's coming out of your mouth in cursive. If anyone knows, anyone knows Jack Lou, that's his signature. It's just a bunch of squiggles. They do have this segment on their show because they do a podcast called the Brew Review Crew Reviewers Review. Oh Jesus Christ! Yes, we okay. We will admit we did a sound drop for that. We only recorded it once, and we just push a button every single time so that we don't stumble over the like you that's that's not that hard to say. It's no, not it's like not. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of um, those 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 phrases that people use. Unique to, New York. Yeah, <laughs> the arsonist had red leather, feet. yellow leather. Yeah, there you go. That was it. Red <laughs> red leather, yellow leather. There that's you go. Rarudo. Rarudo. <laughs> those are Z's. Those are Z's indeed. <laughs> wow, that's a deep cut, Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> B side quote. <laughs> there are so many better like quotes from Billy Madison that comes out. Honestly, the, the last week of my life, previous to this one. I was at my best friend's wedding, and he's a hockey player. And all the hockey players, they don't watch TV. They just watch the same movies over and over and over again. So I swear to God, I don't think there was a sentence ever stuttered for four days that wasn't a movie quote. It was, was it literally like? movie quote after movie quote so, after movie quote. So you, you, you have your different generation of movie quotes. you got your 90s SNL star movie quotes. No, we went from, prob- we went from Caddyshack so, to literally Ted. Well, well, because you got your '90s, and then you got your uh, what, what do they call them? The uh, the frat pack, which rat is pack, like Will. Pack, yeah. No, not rat pack. Frat pack, which really? is Will Ferrell, oh, Vince Vaughn, like old school, old school guys. Okay. Okay. Luke Wilson. So like your early two thousands, yeah, your early two yeah, thousands, your wedding right. crashers, and then your currents is like your your Craig Robertson, Seth MacFarlane, Seth um, Rogen, Seth Rogen. Um, what's the best friend of Seth Rogen that I can't uh, Jay Boucherell or no, James, James Franco. Franco? There you go. So yeah, so you have <laughs> these like you, you've got all these like different groups, and that's like you could tell how old people are based on the movie quotes that they use. Yeah, for sure. So we're all late twenties, early thirties. So it was just, I mean. We were like we had a Rob, golf. I scramble. like being late or early thirties. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right with that. We had a golf scramble on Thursday. Well, and it, Dan was too busy quoting "Sound of Music" and "Casablanca." Uh, <laughs> bad. Rosebud. Do people it, still it, say that? It's <laughs> tough to quote silent movies though. Like, <laughs> the hills are alive. Uh, but the golf outing was literally everything from Caddyshack to Happy Gilmore, and it just didn't stop. It didn't stop, and it was... Uh, you went from golf movie to golf movie, yeah? Just, just the, the most outrageous quotes ever. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> so you, you guys, uh, we appreciate you coming back up. What's happened in yeah. the last year? Well, thanks for having us. Everything? Back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everything? Yeah, yeah, a lot has changed. I think when we were here last time, we were like fully, like 100% on, you know, all hands on deck, Brewview crew, and then sort of like for both of us, kind of like real life just popped up. So yeah, he's he's going hobby brewer. It's a pro brewer. Hopefully. Well, hopefully. it is happening. It just I keep saying hopefully because I, I'm just scared that it's not going to turn out well. Now, you were a no. teacher, right? So you're going I, We like, were both teachers. So yeah. you're going all Mr. Walter White on there? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm, I'm breaking bad. Do you, yeah. do you, do you have an answer that we he don't know He sexually assaulted his principal at a pep rally, and that was it. I, I cook in very strange locations, I'll tell you that. No, it's, it's, it's going really well. Uh, we actually have like a building loan. We bought the building that we're going to brew, or sorry, brew. We're going to build. We're doing it all new construction, so it's kind of a big investment right now. Damn. But uh, yeah, it's going to be on my uh, family's farm. It's, it should be a really cool site, a really cool brewery. Uh, what but, city? What city? Uh, it's in Catawba Island. So oh. that's. Uh, I'm oh, sure you right know where that is. Right, 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 right. Oh, Matt actually knew. I was like, yeah. you don't yeah, know. Where. I, yeah, when <laughs> you see all those fowls, it's and not really an island, but. 
Yes. I've, I've been to Putin Bay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. where the ferries come and yeah. go. We will okay. be a half mile from the ferry. So it's people a, going to the ferry will have to pass us to get there. Great place for a brewery. Yeah, that's because you've got too, right? traffic, Toledo and Detroit. Well, you've got all that hangover traffic off the uh-huh. off the mm-hmm. ferries on every Sunday morning. So if you have a killer brunch and some bloody Wait, Marys, people get drunk in Putin Bay? Uh, no, heard, no, no, it's a dry no, island. I've never been. I've never, like, remembered being there. I've heard rumors. I went to the swim up bar and did not swim in it because it looked. Um, no, that's, the, 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 that's, that's the swim up bar is hysterical. I just remember like it was expensive, but not really expensive there. Mm-hmm. Like the, it was like five dollars tall boys and Miller Lite, and for that kind of place, I expected it to be really, really expensive. Right? You think it's As, be like baseball stadium? They want to yeah, keep you drinking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they no, they did. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they succeeded did. in that one. But you'll you'll um, be glad to know they cycle that pool. I think every twenty minutes, new water. So they say. I saw those people in there. So they say, I don't care if they would have cycled <laughs> it every thirty seconds. It's. Um, I just felt like unless I had a full body condom. Yeah. Like one of those green men at the at the, the, the blue games, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're just games. pressing themselves. Unless I was in one of those big green latex uniforms. You're I not didn't go anywhere near. It. No, I was sketchy to going to the restroom. Um, <laughs> But I did because of Svetka. But that's a question. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah, do you have a thanks. like? Do you have a goal? Like I'm going to open by. So we're hoping early next year around February, where we like I said, so, so June or July, June or July, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I think we actually we might be okay with that goal because the way the the building is set up, it's a steel structure, so it's kind of prefab for the brewing side of it. And then there's like an L-shaped lean-to for the the taproom side of it. And then it's going to be a lot of outdoor space. So once that building gets up, the brewing side, we should be able to actually start making beer before the taproom's open. So that'll help out. You guys have the same issues with licensing and stuff that we have here in Michigan? Because no brewery in Michigan opens on time. Ken was just sending out a bunch of stuff on Facebook this week trying to find out when these breweries were open for for your map. Most of them, what, were supposed to open five months ago? Months months ago. This is what happens here. It's eight months to a year. Yeah, there's a lot of – so what's great about – uh, like trademark and all these things is a lot of it's open availability. Like you're able to check it out. You don't have to pay for anything. So I'm able to see like, oh, they tried to renew their uh, license or they had to pay to get an extension because they haven't been able to open. Uh, but there are a lot of places that really come out of nowhere. Like Shipwreck really came out of nowhere. But they had a place they purchased. Oh, no, Ship- Shipwreck got their their equipment. They've only been trying to open for a year and a half. I don't know. I, I saw them pop out. Yeah. Yeah, I in mean, that range. I live yeah. right yeah. there, so I've seen them going with this sign outside for six to eight months. Well, they just bought their brewery equipment not too long ago because they brought their brewery equipment off of Bravo Zulu. Ah, uh, so yeah. another unfortunate that's where the uh, loss. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's not there anymore. No, no, no. That was only up for a couple years, if that. Like I don't two think years. Two we, years. my wife and I, we've been going to Traverse City for a couple years now, and that place was great. What happened to that place? Uh, I think it was because it was off the beaten path. It wasn't in the, they had the a great tr- spot. Similar story to a lot of breweries, I think, where the business plan didn't match the. The enthusiasm, yeah. Well, and, yeah. And you, I think you saw that also, like with Copper Canyon, because Copper Canyon's technically a great spot in regards to being right at Telegraph and Six Ninety Six. But you got all the hotels and business, but over nothing there else that you came in there either. Yeah. That's that's still, a city without a brewery. Still. That's sad. I mean, I, one of the biggest cities in the Detroit area with no brewery. I don't. Yeah, but that, 
Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to shit on Southfield? Is that what you don't want to do? You don't, no, like the location? Like you don't want to shit on the, glad the brewery that hasn't, the brewery that hasn't <laughs> yeah. been open for five years? I mean, I, I used to live in Southfield. and By the way, can somebody pass me the Cherry Brown? Because that was delicious, yeah, and I'm going to drink more of it. That's called Crunchy Hippie from Ernest. Just to give him a little plug there. There he, was little, he asked me. There was, little, there's a toy, there was a Toys R Us there. Yep. Yeah. No longer, I don't believe. Right. That Meyer's going strong. Yeah. But there was literally a murder at the at the yeah, motel. <laughs> no, at the motel right across Telegraph. So that's just classy place. Well, that's that, that's a that's a notorious motel motel there anyway. Yeah, How would you know, Ken? Oh, I lived right across the street from it. <laughs> because Ken tells. Oh, I've never I know. <laughs> but like Sands the Merryweather right there. There isn't really a whole lot of mid to high end stuff in Southfield. Period. You don't but if you're in Southfield, uh, that's that's as that's as nice as that area. Southfield is as nice as it gets. My day job is managing a company that contracts with a major delivery service, and we cover that area. And believe me, you get further south of 696 there, and Southfield gets closer to Detroit than Southfield. And that part of Southfield's fine. It's just not the demographic I think that you're going to find a big brewery space in. And I wouldn't have thought it of St. Clair Shores though either. And now they've got three. They're going to have three breweries. Then within a year, just two. Mm-hmm. What's the third? No, one? there's three. Jamex. Jamex. They're yeah, coming on our that. show in two weeks. Oh, Hannah, yeah. you're going to be off. <laughs> no, actually, I made. I canceled those plans. I'll be back on. Okay. Surprise. That was going to be funny because you would have been off for the two St. Clair Shores new and breweries. I was, <laughs> and I was off for the first time Baffin was on too, yep. as well. So apparently. They just smell me and stay away. But it's, <laughs> do you blame them? It's similar to Warren. Right. Like you wouldn't think Warren could support a brewery because Warren and Southfield are similar kind well, of Warren's communities. Warren's got kind four, of, four. Yep. Well, that's the funny thing about I live out in the on the west side in Canton, and we've got Canton Brewers, which you guys had on, and those guys are great. Yep. But if you take if you if you look at the Detroit area and you take six ninety six in the north, and you take Southfield Freeway in the east, and ninety four in the south, and two seventy five in the west, and take that block where probably, what, 40% of the metro area population lives. Ashley's is within there. There's only, right now, there's only one brewery in that whole area, which is amazing for such a population. But it's very working class, and they just... I'm I'm, I'm Farmington. Farmington, okay. And Farmington is in the... Very tip corner of it. Well, you yeah. got Garden City, Le- Wayne, Westland, all Livernoy, of these Not Livernoy. Livonia is opening up a brewery soon. S- we'll s- possibly. Soon we'll see. Uh, they've. St- I think they've got a little ways to go. They have the. It's right by my house, and they've got a bunch of the signage up. But I think they they admitted on their Facebook page today that they're further away than they thought. Which is again the. Well, theme maybe maybe it was about. my my message to them like, hey, what's going on, guys? Did he reply to you? He's a really interesting guy. I can't wait. Uh, You guys will have a good time if you bring him on. I haven't gotten a notification, but no, I I don't think I I got a reply. (laughs) That's for the uh, the Supernatural Spirits and Brewery. It seems like something the city would have a problem with. The city did have a a problem with that. I don't want to. I, I I don't know the exact story, but the worst bar, a, a pretty famous bar in Ypsilanti, which has got a great tap list, tried to move to Livonia as well, and they had some issues with their licensing. And um, there's some of my friends who live in Livonia call it CBW for crappier wasteland because there's really nothing there. They don't have a. They just don't have a vibrant scene for being. I don't know what is it Detroit's seventh or eighth biggest suburb. They just don't have anything going on there, right. and it's very conservative. And they don't want. They've said in the past they've tried to 
curtail the licensing for these places. Worst Bar would have been great there and would have done a killing because there's nothing else there. Well, I mean, being in Livonia, you could always go a little bit more northwest and go to North Center Brewing oh, over there in Northville, Michigan. There I was waiting for the plug. I said done. Go uh, check As- them out. You guys have had Kevin. Ascension on. You've had Adam from Ascension on, too. Yep. He's right up there. If you get just a little out of there, you've got stuff. If you go the other way towards the city, you're driving all the way down to Batch before you get something. Or Dearborn Brewing or one of those. Downey. Rather go to Dearborn. Downey, Dearborn, <laughs> Dragon Mead. Dragon mead? Dragon mead. It's in Warren. Oh, <laughs> oh batch. I thought, for some reason, I thought he said baffin. Oh, my. <laughs> but made yeah. sense in my head. At least you're pronouncing it right, t- yeah. right today. Shut up. You said baffin earlier. <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. I still can't get it. Oh, good. Dragon oh. mead? Dragon mead. No, I know that one. You guys it's, haven't had Batch on yet, have you? Uh, no, no you need not. to talk to Steven. He's really good. He's, oh, that's that story. Brewery. If you guys want to come to see a Detroit brewery, Batches, that batches they just know what they're doing there. They're so involved in the city, and it's a tough. Detroit's always a tough sell because it, it for years it's had this reputation. Yeah. Sometimes deserved, sometimes not. But batches is, is in Corktown, and it's outside the main part. It's not down by Hopcat or any of that where the uh, dry pumpkin roll that's down there. It's in Corktown, which is a little off the beaten path. But they just know what they're doing. They're involved. They do a feel good tap, which is a charity tap every month. They have they give money to the a different charity they choose every month. They're yeah, really good. Go it's cool. Come to Detroit because it looks nice. Stay in Detroit because you got murdered, right? Isn't that what the shirt says? <laughs> See, he, this is why we have <laughs> he's the He's the minister of tourism in Detroit right now. <laughs> so hey, what, you guys are on the up and up. That's right. What's the, uh, the Toledo beer scene like? Because Obviously, you guys yeah. just lost uh, the big stores down there. Didn't you lose we, Anderson? Yeah, we lost Anderson's. Anderson's. But so I will sad. say, since the last time we've been here, I think when we were here last time, I think we had Mommy Bay mm-hmm. and I'm, Black Cloister. Oh, you're saying in terms of breweries? Yeah, breweries. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was... And Black Frog. And Black Frog. Um, and, and Great Black Swamp. But I, I hate to say this, but no one really counts them because they've, they've been like in their own little warehouse and they kind of do their own little thing. There's, they don't have a lot of good exposure, and then they yeah. went into this place called the Mucky Duck, which has now Excuse become me? yes, the Mucky Duck. You just said a lot. Okay. Zoom tight. And, <laughs> Aren't and they, they more about their guest taps too? I, a little bit, yeah. They, and now they have their own little brew spot, and I don't know. They they don't. I don't. I can only say I've all, people who know. do it right. You keep saying I'm not sure they do it right. Right. <laughs> I've only been to Black Swamp one time, and I think of all the times I've ever ordered a beer. Anywhere, it was the only time I've ever sent one back. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, "This wow. is not what you want it to be." <laughs> you should. <laughs> wow. You should. You should that? not. You should not sell wow. this beer. Did you get send them a cease and desist? <laughs> I was just like, I mean, I, 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 and I took people with me who aren't you know super into craft beer, and even they were saying like. Is it supposed to smell like that? Is it supposed oh to taste God. like that? Oh, that's terrible. And so I have heard that they have improved all that, but I have not been back. I mean, well, the how- funny thing is we thought at one point they closed down, and we actually put a little report out being like, hey, no more Black Swamp. And then they were like, uh, hey, guys, we're still here. We're just moving. So people <laughs> yeah. didn't even really know. I don't, I don't know. But besides, no them, besides them, not to, besides them not now to trash we've, got, them for an hour. we've got Mommy Bay, Black Cloister. Yep. We have our newest one, which is Ernest Brewerks. Yes. And that guy is sort of like Corey. Uh, Scott Yarnell, who is the brewmaster owner, he was the guy who was um, he was sort of like a hobby brewer turned pro brewer. So he was in charge of the Toledo Mashers, the Black uh, yeah, I think, the I think Toledo Mashers. City He's Mashers, all, which is the, brew, is, yeah. the local brew club. He's all over the Toledo aficionados. So, Rob, you've probably seen his post before. Probably. And yeah. he, he went pro and he opened up Ernest Brewerks in South Toledo, which is over by our zoo. 
which is a cool little neighborhood brewery. It's packed. It's really, really popular. It's and so funny, though, because it's, it's such a weird location and such an old building. It's kind of dingy. But it is shoulder to shoulder every Friday night yeah, when I go in there. You can barely get in. And and they just they kill it for what they're doing. And so, it's great. So wow. there's those three. And then we've got uh Black Frog who's still doing stuff. He actually just he was in his garage as just a production brewer and now he's opened <laughs> up a brewery. He was on like a Blickman half barrel system. Like, yeah, but he's made his he bought a place and he's in a spot yeah. now. And we have in Sylvania, which is a suburb. We've got Upside Brewing, which is part of a pizza place. Mm-hmm. And then the newest one that's coming is an ex-Miami Dolphins punter who is <laughs> from Toledo. It's Brandon Fields, oh, who Brandon Fields. is a Toledo guy. He's coming back home to Sylvania, and they are opening up Fifth and Long Brewing Company. Will, will so. he have a, a Laces Out beer? Yeah, I know. Laces, laces Out. Be, laces so. out. That's, 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 that's for the holder and the kicker. No, I understand, punter. but no one else cares about that. They right. just got to know that he's <laughs> Dolphins. got to be. So he the, kicks the, the ball. Right. The beer scene in Toledo, even in a year, has really started to expand. Well, then just outside of Toledo, too, there's that uh, Flat Rock, which that guy's uh, yeah. he's yeah. doing some really cool things. He's a brewer, distiller, and a winemaker yeah. all in one. I mean, like he's doing all of it by himself. It's what, crazy. Uh, so what do you think is like spurned or really – Given way to such an explosion, I mean, I think that Toledo just was sort of like Ohio's major city, like redheaded stepchild for beer. Like we just didn't have anything in yeah. Cleveland, Columbus, Toledo's Cincinnati, been the redheaded stepchild right. Right. <laughs> in all areas. But <laughs> and as far as beer goes, we just didn't have anything. I think people just saw the opportunity. I mean, yeah. similar to him. I mean, just the 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 want is there. And there really isn't anybody taking up that space yet in Toledo. We've got Mommy Bay. And just a side note, you know, I just want to uh, throw a shout out to Shannon and Scott and Mo for hooking us up with all this beer for today because they uh, they hooked us up very last minute. But, yes. um, you know, they've been occupying that space, but there's still, I mean, if you go to Cleveland, you can't even keep up with the beer map. And Cincinnati's kind of the same way. And Columbus is very much the same way. I mean, I mean, it's just brewery. A Columbus brewery, was a brewery. Columbus was unbelievable. I was there yeah. last Fourth of July weekend, and I was just passing through on my way to Pittsburgh. And the breweries there, there's what twenty one of them. I mean, just that yeah, circle around. Well, Columbus. and just put it put this into perspective. And uh, the northwest quadrant of Ohio, there's fourteen breweries. Three of them are on islands. So, so three of them you can't even really get to. Uh, and then in Cleveland, or yeah, Cleveland alone, you said there's 24. Columbus, you just said. Columbus so 20. Columbus is 24. So just that disparity of just no breweries out there. And there are people there who want to drink beer. Yeah. Uh, I think people well, what just got What sucks gotta, about, like, especially Columbus is that all of them are closed on Monday. And I can't tell you how many times I've been down to Dublin and Powell, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I, I want to go grab a beer. I want to go, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll go down to Columbus or I'll no, go. You got to go to the Dub Pub. The Dub Pub. I don't know the Dub Pub. No, in Dublin? There, there is a place in Dublin called the Dub Pub. Um, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Just go there. Dublin's Solid great. Name. Dublin's great uh, just in general. So I'm sure if the Dub Pub is there, it's yeah, I went, great. I went to some. <laughs> that it, sounds it was, great. It was, a, uh, <laughs> it was a ramen Italian restaurant. Like ramen Italian fusion, but it wasn't few. It was two separate restaurants together, owned by the same family uh, in Dublin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was either Dublin or Paul. Same difference, mm, basically. Yeah, right. I think um, Monday's closures for microbreweries is like a national but thing. But everyone was closed, yeah, and yeah. it was but annoying. The thing is, I, Michigan's I, are that way too. I remember asking, like, 
Especially like hair salons are always closed on Mondays, and it's like that's their one weekend, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Sunday, they Monday, work yeah. Sundays, they work Saturdays, they don't have a weekend otherwise. And Sunday they, night's industry night, at least in Toledo. So I mean, that's Tuesday when all the people go and Jesus. go nuts. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> yeah, yeah Toledo's tickets. doing. I mean, Toledo's doing good. They're more they're more likely there. They're probably you know mashing in or they're just knock on the door. Hey. Just, I just, run a podcast. Give me beer. <laughs> just pull your shirt up and like do the truffle shuffle against the window, and I'm sure they'll let you in. If nobody else will come, the cops will. <laughs> you know, at yeah. least he knows that someone's I in the, the building. Beer that way. I, I was looking at the map, and I just realized that Black Cloister is right by the um, the, uh, the, uh, the Huntington Center. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's by the, the bar. Too. That's what I was. It's I was by, thinking. It's by it's the third field the too. The, Mike, the minor league part. That's yeah. where I. Yeah, it's a great. It's a, just a block oh, walk. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they were. Yeah. I think they were really that. banking well, on you're, that. You're on. Traffic. You're near Hensville, which has got yes. the nine and a few other places. Yeah. Um, but Dan and I have been to the Huntington Center a few times, and we'll always go to the bar, which is right across. Yeah, the street. literally <laughs> across the street. From I don't the know door. what there's yeah. a real name, but it's just called the well, that's bar. That's what the sign says. The bar. That's what it that's is. What it is Maybe bar. that's what the yeah. because remember the last time we went there, I think there was a brewery right on the corner that might have been Black Cloister. It might have been. It is. They're right on the corner. Yeah, that was. They're awesome. I mean, I can't really say enough about that. Um, Mommy yeah. Bay sort of was our only craft brewery for a really long time. And when Black Cloister came in, I feel like everybody just, like, everyone's quality got better. Yeah. Mommy Bay, I think, not that they weren't, but I'll just say, like, they were trying harder at that point. And <laughs> they got a little bit more experimental, like, with this thing here, that hashtag fake juice. Fake juice. Yeah. So, so <laughs> no. I mean, like, it's, they did this whole series of mini mashes where it was, like, a different beer every single day of the week that one time yeah they had well i think it was every friday they put out a whole different beer that never brewed before and it was they were doing some really cool stuff but that's kind of gone a little bit to the wayside recently but fake juice is coming out and i think uh i think everyone's trying to step their game up a little bit because yeah, it's a good time for it's hard beer. it's hard to keep up in toledo they're a big uh craze for haze down in toledo there is I think a little craze for haze. We're all feeling the craze. I think that's nationwide. I think it's everywhere, yeah. I used to it tell people to, to go to Mommy Bay just for the building alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Oliver House cool. is awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, I mean, they have awesome food. Yeah. The the building's amazing. And and the beer has consistently gotten better over the years. Yeah. So since we've started, I think this is our fourth year, fifth yeah. year, somewhere in there, everything has gotten better. So, I mean, when, when we started it, there really wasn't much to talk about in Toledo. And now... I think there's seven or eight different breweries popping up, so mm-hmm. it's a good time to be there. Yeah. So for the you know moving over to the, the the beer festival that's coming up next weekend over at Ashley's in Westland, um, you have it's all Belgian beer, correct? Like it's all all only, Belgium, yep. only all, brewed only in Belgium. Import. Yep. You got you got your the Belgian inspired beers, and I think the one everybody. Uh, Sees on the label is Blue Moon, Belgian inspired. <laughs> okay, that couldn't be further from there. Belgian and the Belgian. What about what about Belgian Moon? Belgian Moon. I don't know that beer. That's, that's the, good, it's the, the Canadian version of Blue Moon. Really? If, if you go to like that Caesars, would sense. You go that, to like, Caesars, that would make sense. That's like craft dinner. I, I'm not surprised by that. Actually. If you go to Caesars, it's the same label and everything. It's you know Molson Coors, Miller Coors, but instead of Blue Moon, and which is in Michigan, Belgian you go Belgian Moon, which is in huh. Canada. And mm-hmm. the Belgian brewers absolutely detest that label <laughs> and and having something be Belgian inspired. First of all, they don't even use Belgian yeast in it. 
which is the defining which is the defining thing. I've got a bunch of Belgian beer I brought from Ashley's here, and, and the, that's the one factor you'll find in all of it is that very – and that's what Black Cloister is doing a lot of is a lot of Belgian-inspired yes. beers. Yep. But they use Belgian yeast. So to not use that to just be Belgian-inspired but then use an American yeast, it's just an American wheat beer at that point. I could point. be wrong, but I think that true Blue Moon drinkers don't even know it's a Belgian beer. <laughs> I I mean, don't it's care. not a Belgian no, and, beer even. And, and, and people who drink true Belgian beers would, wouldn't touch a Blue Moon. If it, it was water or blue moon, they would choose the water, probably. <laughs> no, they, they want to get drunk. No better way to get drunk than Belgian qualities. beers. The Belgian beers are, are generally, most of the styles are really high in ABV. I didn't bring any of those because I figured we'd have enough alcohol. Did you here. bring other beers? You figured people had to drive or like yeah. survive after the yeah. show. But you get survive. to the Belgian quads and you get to the Belgian strong ales. You're looking at yeah, this is tens. This is you're tens. looking at an ten. Uber ride. I know. Yeah, so you are kind of, and that's why Ashley's uh, Belgian beer festival is one of those things where they have one of the things we have is. And I even hesitate to say it is unlimited sampling. There's no this is not a token beer fest. Ashley's has a special permit. We don't have to do that. And so you can sample, but there's there's within reason. Because one of the things we find is people who are instantly going up and looking for, at each of the booths looking for the highest ABV beer are gonna find themselves in trouble <laughs> within within two hours. Is that a thing though? People two hours that. really? Oh, oh let me get the highest <laughs> ABV. <laughs> if you don't know if you're not there to sample the beers because of how rare the beer list is so exclusive and so rare that a lot of the people who buy tickets for this are looking to try stuff they've never had before, stuff that's hard to find in, in most parts of the United States. But there are people who get into beer festivals who are just handing their glass over to the pourers and saying, Give me the highest ABV beer. And that's why unlimited sampling means within responsibility. We tell the people who volunteer for us that once they start handing you the glass and saying, give me the highest ABV thing, that's the people you got to start watching out for a little bit. That they're, they're probably at the point where they've got a nice good buzz on and they're just looking to push I'd it I'd even to do them. that. And I felt that after the uh, two hours of the winter beer fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that see, festival. that's the same. That's similar. They, they, <laughs> that they go on huge beers to winter <laughs> yeah. beer fest. Everything's a barrel-aged stout. And, and that's the thing, though, is I wasn't even trying like some of the biggest yeah. beers out there. Like I, I was still in moderation. And that I was festival still, is a curse. That, that fest. <laughs> we should like, explain at, the winter beer fest to the guys from Toledo how well, crazy I think we are in Michigan. They've been we, there. We went, yeah, we we went to a couple. Yeah. We, our just our bodies were there. 10 below zero in <laughs> we Grand Rapids, Michigan. We never yeah, I, I, I remember one year where I was. I went from drinking to drinking to stay warm to I couldn't even drink it anymore because by the time I got to the end, it was a slushy beer. <laughs> yep. Like, I've, yeah. I've tr- like it, it's hard to go to the, a lot of these festivals like most of them, you don't know the ABVs for a lot of the beers, too. So unless they post it, unless you talk to it or you, you ask, you're almost flying blind. And for most of the people, they understand their tolerance. But when that hits you, and it hits you hard, like it, do, it doesn't sneak up on you. It just slaps it's you a in ninja. the face. Exactly. Right. I mean, well, the, the three, three of you guys saw me after <laughs> uh, Beer Fest near, near the end when we were uh, pouring for Ellison. And I'm just. Yeah, because and you, you <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but our audience definitely does know this. But you go rogue when you get there because we were. Try- I was trying to corral trying you guys. To- <laughs> you were. I was trying to corral you because I was driving. I didn't drink that day, and you would have a conversation with somebody, and then you would just run. Two hundred yards away. Oh, I wasn't. No, I wasn't running. That's <laughs> clear. Sure. But I think the best part of that was Rob when did that, you know, uh, blow before you go the personal breathalyzer oh, test, yeah. and he blew like a point oh four. And he was shocked. And then it was like celebratory. Like, I can still do it, but I want to take a nap. And then snored the entire way home. Damn right. 
Uh, that's weird. You so. weren't the only one. That's for damn sure. Nope. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember driving home. I remember hearing a song telling you to turn off the radio, and then I remember being home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap. That, that is. That seems to be a way a lot of beer fests go. I. I mean, I'm a. I mean, I'm a very experienced beer drinker. I mean, when people, I tell people, do I look like a guy who <laughs> drinks is, a lot of beer? <laughs> I love that terminology, experienced <laughs> beer drinker. I feel like that's overcompensation. I, I <laughs> that yeah. sounds like that sounds like the good opening bio. That's like a, yeah, that's a right. well, It's really easy. I just say, do I look like a guy who drinks a lot of? I look like a guy who drinks a lot. Of, but even at beer fest, if you're not watching it, if you're and. Every beer fest is the same thing. You've got to stop and you've got to take a half an hour break where you mm-hmm. get food and you get water. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, I, I've gone, oh, man, I can't take a half an hour off. There's all these booths I haven't <laughs> been to yet. Well, you know why at work, Rob, we were pouring for Coonan for like an hour and right. sobered up. Like, oh, it was well, great. Between that and, yeah. I mean, I had the, the Camelback on. Well, that, that too. That had a, See, a half of water. I was but just yeah, the smart way to more, It was more water. fun sobering up and watching <laughs> the drunk <laughs> people. Like, these people stumbling around like, oh, let me get yeah. that, that 10% no, IPA. You know what's even funnier is those people who wear those pretzel necklaces. Oh. And, then, <laughs> and then they try to nibble on them and they, like, miss their toe. <laughs> And they're just I did like, not. See, I'm you saw mad. me. I didn't see that. <laughs> no, these people who can't even put from a pretzel on their necklace into their face hole, and they're just, and then they're like, they're they're starting with just their neck, and then they realize they have to use their hand. And they miss they hit themselves in the nose, and, and then you watch them go into the restroom, and no, they didn't wash their hands, and they're just like, oh, okay. this this is the sober person experience because he didn't drink at the festival, oh, so we so hung out at the festival. Then it was yeah. yeah oh he, he basically we they should sell bloopers to that. Like, literally, Bob Saget's America's Funniest Home Videos of just Just record the idiots walking. But, I mean, like, every time we've gone to a beer fest, every time somebody has walked up and said, Oh my God! Wait, you ha- you have a camel back on? Why the hell didn't I think of that before? Why didn't I think? <laughs> of that? Why didn't I think I need water, dude? You you need to stay hydrated. <laughs> was there beer in that? Because that'd be great. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That no, because what? Both both beer fests that we went to, there were state cops at the door, and you know the last thing I want to do is you know get run into them and say, oh, all right, what's in there? Is that racist? No, that that's <laughs> wait what. <laughs> <laughs> That that's 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 Matt's new thing now, uh, especially from from especially anytime you say something facing near the line. Yeah, yeah. Matt, what was that uh, last week? You know, a couple weeks ago. A couple when, weeks ago when you broke out Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> that was on. I, oh, that yeah, was, that's when we officially derailed. That was. Yeah, that, that was the derail. That's the blooper we don't replay. The really just the funny part about that, and you, and just like for anybody who has not listened to that episode, what was that's it? It was seven, two weeks ago. Not eighty nine. It was eighty. It was eighty nine. Is that when he said Donkey Kong, and it was just silence. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the room got it, except, except for him. No, I think I got it as it was coming out of my mouth, and then I tried to pull it back. It was like... So, off, uh, off into, off so for the either. festival, how, how, how much do these tickets cost to get in for your samplings? The, the the regular ticket's about $40. There's a couple different kinds of tickets. There's an early bird ticket as well. So um, you go to uh, the North, Amel- North American Belgian Beer Festival Facebook page, and they have a link through to an Eventbrite, much like the Michigan Brewers Guild does, and you can buy tickets on there. There's a Friday and a Saturday session this year, last year. We, last year we did Funk Fest on Friday and then the Belgian Beer Fest on Saturday. This year they decided to break them up and do two different events for that. So um, there are still tickets available for both events for both sessions at this point in time. Um, and again, it's about drinking 
a lot of unique beers are just not it's not your normal palatable port palate beers that you have in the US. Belgian beers are so much older than most of the Michigan breweries. That's the thing is you're getting some of the breweries have been around for hundreds of years instead of just um, like most of our breweries in Michigan, what are, most are under 10 years old. So you, in Belgium, you've got these guys who've been brewing the same recipe for 250, 300 years in some cases. And a lot of what I brought for us to sample later is some of those Trappist breweries, which are brewed by monks um, in an actual monastery. And um, those are really unique and not that hard to find in the U.S. There are a couple that aren't distributed here, but those uh, um, are good are good indications of what you're going to find at the Belgian beer fest. They're, they're just, that's the thing I tell people is if you haven't had Belgian beer, it's going to be something you haven't tried before. And that's a good thing because a lot of people, we have a lot of great beer in Michigan, but it's nice to get outside and try stuff we haven't had before. So before we uh, take a break, we had a contest guys. We we had had yeah. We gave away two early entry tickets to the summer beer fest for the Michigan Brewers. Guild. Did I win? You did not. <laughs> you no. did not. But you won two tickets to my heart. Oh, oh thank God. Well, and who gets oh. the other one? <laughs> well, he gets to decide who to take. <laughs> that's his choice. Would you say what that that's two question. tickets to paradise? Oh, no. You went there. <laughs> so uh, the winner, and we'll be uh, reaching out to you. Your name is Tara Buchan. Oh, no, it's not that. Not that Tara. Not that Tara. No, no, not the Tara from our... Two, week, two episode, two episode two episodes, trial. Sarah. Uh, I believe she is from uh, what looks like Birch Run. Oh, so no. we will be reaching out to you, Tara Buchan. You won two tickets, uh, so you'll be able to decide Paradise. if you want to go to Friday or Saturday. You go get to the, Friday. You get the early entry, so you get an hour before everyone else with all the enthusiasts. And uh, we'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. We are back with the Better on Draft podcast, episode 91. I think Matt died. Matt is MIA. I believe he killed a Matt, few. He, uh, just, he just knocked out. What, what's it? He pulled Anakin Skywalker, killed a few yinglings. Oh. <laughs> Padawans? <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> So Drop them on man's the floor. Joke right there. <laughs> that was, that's a beer joke. That's he, a beer joke for he, sure. He pretty much, he he killed my one of my uh, bottles in my four pack, which was uh, my homebrew that was sitting Matt's out there, there ruining <laughs> homebrew. Oh, no. Then walks in with as, a as he just, <laughs> as, You're welcome, world. One less bottles of Rob's dystopian wasteland. Thanks. Ouch. As I open a Red's blueberry ale. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for for killing my fake Pliny. I appreciate that. That, that, was, that was rough to say the least. Oh, I wanted to try that. Yeah. actually. he's the one out there screaming no. <laughs> so we're uh, we're passing around some so. beers. <laughs> we're passing around some beers for the uh, the Belgian beer festival. What what do you got pouring right now? This is our feature brewer. Every year we've done the festival. It's been a feature brewer, and this year it's uh, Duchess de Bourgogne, which oh, is wow. Burgundy, and this is a sour beer. Yeah, and they are so. the feature brewer this year. Is this, yes. is this what you poured me? This is the, yes. This oh, is I didn't pour you pass, anything. Pass that down. So we yeah. this is what they call the Duchess, right? Yes. Here, I'll give yes. it to Dan. This is, this is, no, this this is, is dark is, and stinky. This smells like balsamic vinegar. I'm good. Yeah, this is a Flanders. It's probably. Are you going to fight? No, fight over it. It's probably the forerunner of the style, to be honest. There's a lot of breweries doing Flanders Reds. And this is the one that probably is most famous. I know when I was in New Zealand, this was the only sour beer I was able to find in the whole country because they don't, at the time I was there, they didn't brew a whole lot of sour. Man, so you say that so nonchalantly. I know. I, was, <laughs> I, know, I, when I was in New Zealand uh, searching for sour beer. Is that where you go to look for sour beer? I've been to Windsor like, once. Uh, not New Zealand. Not <laughs> exotic. I'll be honest. This tastes better Man. than it smells. Oh, the sour beers are not 
they don't smell pretty. But you know, you always put your nose in a beer yeah. when you drink it, and it you, you typically... It's horrible This is balsamic vinegar to me. That's kind of what I get. No, is. this is used like jockstrap cleaned with vinegar. How would you know <laughs> what that <laughs> tastes You don't like that? As an athlete, Saturday activities. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is not... I don't think they brew them to wow. smell pretty, and that's Ooh. not what it is, but this is a typical of style. <laughs> Rob, what are you talking about? It smells good. Rob, does this smell worse than Four Loko? Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to compare. I, I'm kind of four loco in over here right now. Oh, <laughs> we need, Rob, we need a taste is, test for Rob. So, so, so speaking of four loco oh. and speaking of chugging, did you guys see the uh, the so, beer bullet? I saw the video of that thing. That, that kid believed just people just taking essentially two cans of beer into this you know syringe. water can. Yeah, oral it's a syringe. It's a, and just injecting themselves. Have, have you guys seen this? I have not. So it's uh, it's basically this giant a, syringe that looks like it's basically maybe like three crawlers long, and it's to the point where if you put in two full beers, you have to like use a wall form to like push the beer into your mouth like a syringe. Yeah, if you follow us on Better on Draft on Facebook, you see these awesome videos that we post. This think, is one of them. I think I do follow you. I and just don't know gi- how I missed that one. It's a giant plunger based syringe that. That's and it awesome. just you shove it in the back of your throat and you just chug a beer. That was the so like I, I don't know what it was this week, but the beer products have just been popping up. I saw this like camo vest because it was because Amazon Prime Week. Was it Am- okay? Uh, yeah. So there was, was like no. There there was, was this so there was this Tuesday. camo vest That's Prime Day that had twelve spots almost it almost like like, like an ammo. Pack on your your body, but it was for beers. Yeah, we but, not own this. Yeah, but it's it's How like the not? same thing with like the Ramble thing with the fifty cal shells, but yeah. they've been o- opened up for twelve ounce beers. How do we not? Yeah. Own I've never this seen stuff. that. You've yeah. never seen it? No. It's no, like we, a sash, but it says Mister Beer on it, and it just beers. Yeah, like you've seen Rambo, right? Of course. As <laughs> yes. the man who's we're like, talking, and we're you talking look about down what? on girls who haven't seen. Uh, Wait, what, what did I just? <laughs> he looks down on females who haven't looks, seen looks Back to the Future. Looks, looks oh. down. <laughs> he, he looks down on them. <laughs> <laughs> looks down. Yes. Thank so, you. Yes, sir. It's a family show. <laughs> this, that's that, that's no, where we're looks, going. Looks down. Looks that's, that's a, down. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a quote. We'll pull that off for sure. Uh, I think. <laughs> so anyways, while I'm beating that, my women. Wait, that, that completely now equals. Eclipses the whole. I was say, is this uh, water is ninety percent oh. beer. Oh yeah, water is ninety percent beer. That's <laughs> another. We have looks, a new one. <laughs> looks down. Looks down. <laughs> oh, I, like quit. Com- I quit. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> as we uh, as we continue, uh, Matt is uh, going to go back to his uh, Reds blueberry apple. Yeah, yeah, go to that. Yeah, let's go um, back to the sour. This though. sour is really good. <laughs> are you are you not having this? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's one of those. It's it's one of these open fermented beers, oh. which allows the in, infection to get in naturally. Which, yes, and it's, you hear infection in the beer world. That's not always a bad thing. We were talking about off, in the break. We were talking about Cantillon, and they're another one that allows the beers to be naturally infected. The yeast flows in. They put it in the cool ship, and they let it. They just let the yeast that it happens naturally come in and infect the beer. And this is delicious. Yeah, and that's 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 <laughs> I, something I the it. Belgians started. And that I mean, some people look at it, and they're, when you see this process, the cool ships are not pretty. They, a lot of times, they've got this layer of foam and, and crud on the top. And you're like, oh my god, that can't be a good beer. And then you get something like this, which is just kind of exquisite. I, I was reading today oh. that sour beers are sort of the, the bridge between beer and wine. 
Mm-hmm. They've yeah, got that definitely. sippingness of a wine. They've got that, <laughs> that, that kind of uh, that, that kind of just snootiness that you get. There's a lot. It's very complex. There's a lot to kind of uh, break down and analyze. So I, I, I'm going to interrupt just because you, you said like the, the sippiness and the, it's it's funny to me because obviously I've learned a lot doing this show. So everybody or most of the people probably listening to this have had Shram's The Statement, which is a uh, yeah. really big selling mead, really, really good. And I, I didn't know in regards to the proper serving temp as well as the proper sipping size. Um, so I finished like an entire $25 bottle on like 20 minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was chilled cold as if it was just out of my refrigerator. And I'm like, this is terrible. Why does nobody, why does everybody like this? Then I learned how to properly do it. I'm like, all right. I tried it again and it was still terrible. But still, <laughs> the point is, is that, you know, when, when you're looking at beers, and especially for barrel-aged beers, like a lot of people years ago, why I hated barrel-aged beers is because it was always cold and like really like that, that, oh, what's that stupid Kilt restaurant, not under the kilt. Tilt, 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 tilt. No, the lumberjack version of it. Twin Peaks. So, uh, male yeah. version? <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you hang out? The lumberjack yeah. version. Just learned a lot. Just, yeah. No, so, so Twin Peaks Twin is Peaks. talking about, oh, we have the coldest beer ever. And that, that's how I was drinking barrel-aged beers because that's how people would pour it. And I never realized that you have to let it warm up a little bit. And mm-hmm. it, it tastes, I still don't like many of the tastes. You know who doesn't mess up those beers? Brown Iron, Iron Brewing House. House. Yeah. We, we got to give a shout out to our fanboy over there. Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, come on, Steve Dave. Steve Dave. That's his name, Steve Dave. It's just Steve. Oh. It's just Steve. Two first names. It's uh, <laughs> not even a full first he's, name. He's a that's, a mall rats pull. that's a mall rats pull. That's a mall rats pull. Oh, yeah. There's quite a bit. You he's tell him Steve he's Dave. apparently a fan of the show, and he actually gave me a beer. Um, Is he the guy that served drink. me at one time? Or? Yeah, he was, actually. Yeah, I've never been told. I, I should know you because I've heard your voice before. <laughs> that is the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I, I don't believe I hear your voice that. all the time. There's no way that's the creepiest Literally thing. Literally the ever. creepiest thing I might have ever heard. Well, from another man. He's male. too busy saying all the creepy <laughs> stuff yeah, oh, to, good point. to really take it in. <laughs> you don't right. hear what comes out of your mouth. Well, apparently I was lucky enough to try this beer, and um, it's it's definitely an American style brown. It's not too overly hoppy, though. Did you try I know you tried it, Dan. Did I you tried like it? Steven. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's not too bad. It's Clown Shoes, the Angel of Mackinac. Uh, definitely a little bit hoppier than your standard like English style brown. Is this going to be like um, Snow Wizard by Magic Hat? Don't give me too much because I might vomit it out. <laughs> I can't even tell you what Snow Wizard. You're going to mix Hat. that with your PBR and your craft beer. I have I have enough. Oh, <laughs> oh, floor got some. Here we go. The carpet outside got some as well. <laughs> You know wow. the the beer we're pouring now, the sour that we're pouring, the Duchess. I've actually it's probably served colder than. Is this is this a different beer that we? No, nope, this is the one I poured. Okay, the, the sour. that's, that's the good one. Um, honestly, uh, I'll it's, it's probably yeah. slightly. Uh, Do you want to try it? Since you didn't try it, no, I'm good. That's I kept what, it on ice because I I wanted to make sure we had most of the beers cold, but it's probably colder than the optimum temperature for a sour. Sours can be warm, like you said, with barrel age. Uh, the best part thing to do with barrel age, if you get it and it's too cold, just hold it in your hand and let it warm up because barrel age cold is not that's meant to be what it's supposed to be. Far. And the sours, a lot of them are the same way. Yeah. And this one, I think I think you guys agree, this is probably a little colder than the optimum temperature for sour, but it's, again, it's not like, this is not a beer you're going to just drink five <laughs> of them in a night. 
first of all. Well, then the, where's the fun in that? Well, yeah, you, you want fun. Try on. drinking five beers with wild yeast in one night and then. Yeah, and the next day you're okay. going to have an unpleasant reaction. We'll just say that. <laughs> well, have fun. Well, our Urban Rest just opened up, and they're doing open fermentation sure. for all yeah, their Yeah, he beers. likes saisons. Oh, yeah. Lot. That's that's yeah. that's great. It's uh, I, I actually went there after the show last week. Uh place was packed wall-to-wall with everyone. Um, great place. They had uh, the Michigan Pasty Company for uh, food there, so you could uh, get some delicious pasties. And awesome. Zach's uh, really smart. He never oh, really knows yeah. what he's doing. And and they're going to do. You, did he tell you about the brewing equipment? He well, Zach is the reason why Zach got all the money for his Kickstarter. Like Zach's capabilities in regards. To, this guy has won like Home Brewer of the Year. Uh, won a bunch of Home Brewer contests. Like very intelligent, but humble. Like he's not here to talk down to you. He's here to talk to you. So we've had him on the show twice. And like when when he talks about beer, he's just like he, he's almost like us. He's just like, yeah, beer, awesome. Let's talk. Let's, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Uh, whereas I've I've met some brewers, uh, and they just it just feels like you're, they're talking down to you. Like, you know, for for us as being you know beer business fans, and we're definitely going to hit one big article that came out today uh, about the business of beer. But it, it's it's just one of those things there. It's hard to. Excuse me. It's hard to articulate, you know, the style of beer. Whereas Zach's just like, oh, you like it? Oh, it tastes like this? Okay, that's your taste palette. That's, you know, just because it's not your standard buttery or lactic or anything like that. Like, that that's the one great thing, especially about a lot of the people that we've met on this show. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, you, you think about it and think of all the people yeah. we've had on this show and minus a very small handful Everyone's so humble, so nice, so talkative Mm -hmm. because they love their craft and they love what they're doing. And as much as they're in it, obviously, to be in a business and obviously to make money because it'd be stupid to not. Like you have, you're about to open up a brewery. Yeah. You love your craft, but oh, yeah. you have to make money. That's right, or you don't make your craft anymore. Yeah, Beer people are just awesome. I mean, I've been reaching out recently because obviously I'm I'm just a home brewer. You know, I've been doing it for almost ten years now, but. I, I've never brewed on a commercial scale, and I've just been reaching out like, hey, can I come volunteer to, to be there and get a little bit of commercial experience? And uh, some people are, are saying yes, and some people are saying, hey, legally, we're not allowed to let you do that, but come pick our brains. Come talk to us. We'll give you a tour. We'll show you everything you want to know. Like, they're so open. Beer people are the coolest. I'd I can't be curious wait. what the legalities are in regards to it's Ohio insurance Michigan. Com- it's insurance things. They, really? Yeah, they're huh. worried about liabilities, a lot of uh, pressurized containers. The, I, well, I, this I, is a state that you couldn't send BCBS to, or they had to make a yeah, different yeah, variant of Thanks, it. John Kasich. For yeah, we fixed it. <laughs> yeah, fixed yeah it. That, that got fixed. That got fixed. Well, I can't wait now. for you that's guys to go to Belgian brewer. Brewers at the Ashley's. Because that's <laughs> yeah. the thing is we're going to have almost 40 brewers in, and they are so flattered by the fact that they have such rabid fans in the U.S. This, this beer market – that that is incredibly diverse and and, and huge and and Belgium's a much smaller obviously much smaller country. When we had the our feature brewer a couple of years ago was the guys from Troubadour who make some absolutely outstanding beers and they came in and um, before the festival started they actually was cleaning the lines and taking off some of the old beers and it was back in February and one of the beers that we served them was Hopsland. Oh yeah. So they could not believe they were they were blown away that. There were this this beer, this big, huge, hoppy beast that Hopslam is, still 
that people still loved Belgian beers with their because Belgian beers are all about the um, being just well blended and being very balanced. And Hop Slam, for I mean, for double IPAs we've seen Hop Slam's actually pretty well balanced. But for them, they took one sip of Hop Slam and were like, "Oh, why would you do this to a beer?" Because they couldn't <laughs> understand. But they were so flattered the next day when they started meeting fans of their beer because they thought this is a country where you can have this big, huge, hoppy beer like Hop Slam, and yet people who still love our styles. And that's, that's yeah, but the world Hop over. Slam, like the the bitterness in Hop Slam is far far different than the say the bitterness you get from a Devil Dancer or sure, but it's still way hoppier than any. That's why you're going to love Belgian beer fest because this is not going to blow you away hoppy. Oh, so, yeah. they do everything blended well. They just that's the thing they kept saying to me is why. That's the question they kept asking: Is why? why that's, you, that's what I just so all the time. overdo this. I, see, but I I love the hoppy beasts as well. But I I love the blended beers, and that's what they do. And we're going to get into some. I've got um a triple caramelite, which is another beer that's uh triple is a style that's been real popular. It, it I. Well, in Michigan, that's that's always been a big style because everyone knows Final Absolution. Sure, and Final Absolution is probably – Final Absolution has spoiled a lot of triples to come after. What triples – the best part about triples to me, and when you try this, you'll probably get some cracked pepper on the palate. And that is not – they don't actually put pepper in the beer. That is from the Belgian yeast. It is a a calling card of the Belgian yeast itself. And a lot of the American breweries that do triples – and don't do them with Belgian yeast, the beer comes across almost as a honey beer, which is just not what the style is in Belgium. So when you try this, there will be some. Well, is that, is that how Dragon Mead makes Killer Bee? Or Dragon Mead uses Belgian yeast in their in Final Absolution, which is the smartest thing to do because well, kill, Killer Bee is their their triple with honey. I haven't had their Killer Bee, so oh, it's know. dangerous. It's, <laughs> it's dangerous. probably ten percenter, ten percenter, yeah. where you don't like in Final Absolution, you can still taste the alcohol. Killer Bee, you cannot. Yeah, I mean the Belgian beers don't get a lot of burn from the alcohol, and and um. Some of the Trappist beers we're gonna we're gonna try. I didn't bring any Trappist triples, but uh, some of the more famous uh, Trappist triples like uh, West Mall Triple and uh, actually I might have a Chimay down there. I don't know even know what beers they sent me. Um, but the triples are all about ten percent. So yeah, they are gonna knock you on your ass pretty quick if you drink too many of them. But they are nicely well balanced and um, they really feature the. Um, the Belgian yeast really well. Like doubles and quads are more about dark, sh- dark candy sugars, and they have more like date plum kind of flavor to them. The trip, uh, the triples are more like your North American style beer, just with that Belgian yeast kick that you're going to have. It's so um, unique. I have another one of those if we run out. So, of how accessible cool. in Belgium are these beers? Like, if you live there and you, and this is, I mean, like. Is this something you could like walk up and grab? Is this like they are probably gas station beer? They are probably more accessible here. I got a whole other one right there. Oh, um, they are probably more accessible here in the U.S. in certain markets than they are in Belgium. You have to. They're fiercely loyal to local brew pubs, and to find them in certain places makes it's a lot harder to do there. And that's why what Ashley's has done with this festival that's so amazing is they brought all these Belgian brewers that wouldn't assemble at one single festival in Belgium, they brought them all together in North America in one spot. So the, you see these guys who bump into each other, and they, they, they've been competitors and, and stuff for years, but they, 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 they're not selling, a lot of times they're not selling against the, each other in the same markets. Now, Ashley's actually, they go to Belgium. They take a trip they there do. to do the research and yep. like almost handpick these barrels. They, yes, they do. And they also go, um, they pick the, the feature brewer every year. 
something they've been doing for years. And I think this is the seventh feature brewer that they've had now. And uh, some of the big names, they started out with, uh, you know, DuPont, which is a big uh, brewer over there. So they knew them. And they go and they meet the people and they talk about what they're trying to get a they're giving them promotion in this country, which is obviously the main thing, the reason for doing any festival is to get yourself out, get your stuff out there and get promoted. And um, they go to Belgium every year. And Roy and Jeff Moore, the owners of Ashley's, have actually been the equivalent of knighted in Belgium for their promotion of Belgian beer here. They went there and received a number of awards for bringing in the stuff they brought in. And the beer list is well into the mid-150s this year. And it will jump over 200 probably by the time the festival goes. And they have... Again, a lot of a lot of what they're bringing in is stuff that the distributors have brought in simply, like you mentioned, just Belgian beers. They tried over there and said, "We need to bring this in," and it'll be one of the only bottles that makes it to the U.S. in that calendar year. So, so if if Ashley's brings beer in, does it need a distributor? Can they just bring? Can they just like with put it in imported beer? And, they have to bring the. They have to has to come through a distributor. So if they if there's no distributor here, they can't bring it in. So they can't like. I mean, you obviously can't smuggle a barrel of beer, but you can't get customs for a barrel from Belgium or whatnot. If you bring it back, like if you just brought it back on your luggage, you probably well, couldn't serve yeah, that, I mean, right? That's, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, but like, I mean, you we have had Brew Export on, and where they just ship bottles and cans out to, you know, Southeast Asia, they can't just ship a barrel and tag it and bring it over on no, a freighter no, or No, no, no. I mean, our, that's the one thing. Michigan's a great beer state, but we do have some fairly restrictive laws and what can be distributed and whatnot. We've and it's made opening breweries hard and it's made certain breweries coming into the state hard and, and it has limited I know in, in the past there's been stuff that we couldn't serve because we didn't come in through a distributor. So and that's been disappointing. But it's not hard to get hooked up with a distributor. We've got a bunch of really, really great dis, uh, distributors in the state and um you know, you guys have had some of them on even. Uh, the people work for these distribution companies, and these people are really smart about what they about how they can get a brewery signed up and licensed to sell in Michigan. And I know um, there are a couple um, distributing companies that have gone way above and beyond to help Ashley's bring in some of these really unique beers. Mm-hmm. Right on. So, I, I'm just trying to think. You know, let's bring it in through uh, New Brunswick and just smuggle it across the ambassador. That works. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? Exactly. You realize four wheels? <laughs> That's the way we br- when you go to bottle shares and you have stuff that people have brought back. Like when I went, I I'm, I'm really coming across as a snob today. No, 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 I, no. I am just uh, well experienced. Uh, right. Okay, so when I was in Belgium, I brought back West Flatter and twelve, <laughs> which is this, which is this Westy twelve. Yeah, which you just can't. Now everybody's had it. By yeah. now, everybody's tried it, so it's this. What? It's the one. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I know. It's it's this. It's the one Trappist beer that that you can't. It doesn't distribute in the U.S., so people don't get it. And it's the it's on. If you go on Untapped or Rate Beer, it's one of these beers that's rated immensely high, and it's it's remarkable. number one in the world for a while. Yeah, right? yeah and I wonder way, if that's not just there. because of how hard it is to it find. It probably you know yeah. you're allowed to put that in your luggage and bring it back. Yeah, right? and I, it's not right, a right. deal. And that's what I did. Yeah, I've, I just brought, I brought back De Prale and Brand a few times from yeah. from over. It's it's you can do that. It's no big deal. Sure, but you can't ser- but you can't serve it at a who's restaurant. Who's gonna know you do that though? But you can't serve it at a restaurant. Who would know if you did that? If there's somebody from the state liquor commission showed up at, at Ashley's like, and, and they were and they were serving West Letter and Twelve, they would they know knew. they would know that West Letter and Twelve wasn't available in, in Michigan. Are these guys really that smart? I'm just kidding. oh yeah, Aren't they really like, yeah. Unfor- <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> for the common beer drinker, because West Letter and Twelve is one of those ones where everybody wants it and. and 
you know, you go to a, a bottle share that has it and everybody gets their sliver, their mm-hmm. one-ounce pour, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, God, I tried West Island 12. But you couldn't serve it at a restaurant because the people would know that this beer, they don't – it's not distributed anywhere except occasionally in the U.S. in – when New they York, used to fund the – it has been. It has been in the U.S. In Toledo, actually, Anderson's had some a couple years. Really? Ago. Yeah, and it, I didn't it's know these that. gift packs, twelve packs, and the Trappist beers are. They fund their monastery through the sale right. of their beer. So West Veteran Twelve funds this West Veteran Monastery at Saint Sixtus, and they they sell the beer once every couple of years in a guest pack, and it raises huge amounts of cash for them to do rehabilitation on the brewery, which is hundreds of years old. So, but the people in Michigan, we didn't. Get, if we got any of it, it wasn't much. So people would know Ashley's probably didn't buy the whole allotment and stick it in their cellar to serve at this beer festival. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's you have to you have to follow the rules. So what's this triple we're drinking here? This is uh, it's a car- it's this good. Is triple caramelite. This is Carmelite. again one of those ones where that um, it is one of the forerunners of style. This is a back to the 17th century recipe. So it's been around forever. Because the thing that jumps out to me is whenever I get like a triple or a quad or anything from any American brewery, it's just so strong and thick, yeah. heavy, and heavy, this and it's got really that. Light. Do you think this that, is boozy? No, not at all. <laughs> no, like this is good. so balanced, and that that yeast character isn't too funky for me. Like this is more up my alley when I think of like a Belgian beer. But I always have the bastardized American beers. Have you ever had you know the Finn I mean? Bastardized American. Oh, I, just, the, I the, just had that this the, week. The, the, the first time. The American first time. Belgian styles had a are always oh, just I see so crazy. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Sorry, the American <laughs> Belgian styles are always so <laughs> no. like over the top. But you're right. That's, I think, where the the market here has struggled a bit. Because you had Le Fin du Monde this week. Le Fin du Monde is actually oh, yes, a Canadian have, brewery. Yeah, yeah. That's Unibrew right. out of Montreal. 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 Yeah. But they have that wonder. That, that to me, that's, you know, everybody tells their story about where they got into craft beer. And Le Fin du Monde, which means the end of the world end in the French. World, yep. And I thought, well, if they're naming the beer the end of the world, it better be damn good. <laughs> and I had this beer and it was just, it was an awakening of like, I didn't even know the style existed, and it's got a. It's so One of my so different. Had that same experience with that beer, actually, too. It's it's so unique for anything you have. You're like, oh my god, I didn't even know they brewed this beer. So two things. Uh, one, you could check out our interview with Bernard Johnson of Unibrew, uh, episode seventy one and a half. Yeah. Is that Unibrew? <laughs> no, that it's Unibrew. Unibrew. <laughs> I was told specifically it's Unibrew, <laughs> and they gave us a little pamphlet thing that said Unibrew. <laughs> Oh, is it Unibrew? It's Unibrew. That's how you properly pronounce it. Yeah, my French So that's episode 71 and a half. You can check it out on our archives. We had Bernard Johnson on as well as uh, Rave Associates. Uh, He was uh, on with uh, us as well as, I believe, Brown was on that show, one of the original hosts of Better on Draft. Uh, We got drunk on an afternoon, and then I went to work. I mean... uh, Is this what we were talking about earlier, the Good Morning Miss Bliss episode? (laughs) This wasn't a Good Morning Miss Bliss episode. This This was still 20 episodes ago, though. This was a a rerun of Good Morning Miss Bliss. This was was back in February. So speaking of Unibrew, so Unibrew is part of Rave in the state of Michigan, at least in the Wayne County area. And over at JLA, they have a Rave tent. Which is basically all rave craft beers, rave import beers. So you're not going to see, you know, whatever else they distribute. Uh, they had New Holland founders, a few others, and they had Unibrew. So I was at the one of the last Raws before WrestleMania, and <laughs> they had 22 ounce La Fin de Mon for eleven dollars. And well, this I, is JLA. That's a great deal because you're going to be flying after a 22 yeah, ounce of it Le Fin du Monde. So I had three of them. Oh, God. <laughs> In a two-hour period. 
and then went and watched Raw. Raw? <laughs> uh, this was at a Raw. Raw. Yeah, this was this was at Raw. <laughs> oh. I I wasn't driving, so I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm gonna drink, yeah. and I remember getting out of the car after being dropped off, and I remember standing up, and I'm like, "Ooh, am I gonna make it to my apartment?" <laughs> well, I have a funny, uh, a similar story. Um, I used to. I'm a big softball guy. Yeah, softball guy. So <laughs> um, they used yeah. to sell pitchers. Oh well, well, wait, hold no on. Did, didn't you win a championship with Eric Briggerman? Yeah. No, no, no. Br- Briggerman's Briggerman's a liability, um, but. At the park I used to play, it was $12 pitchers of Final Absolution. Oh, Shh. no. Oh, my God. To the point, that's almost worse than him drinking <laughs> the no, three no. 22 <laughs> ounces. To, to the point where the rep uh, who used to sell Final Absolution was like, you can't sell it that large. People will die. Is it pitchers? <laughs> pitchers. Pitchers. Yeah, there's, for there's pitchers. There is, there is a so place. 48 up ounces in, of whoo, Final Absolution. Up in and Bay then City. here, go play softball. Yeah. And then go drive and home. Go throw a ball at right. But the ball's there's so big. Softballs, though. Yeah, but hey, I pitch, and you that ball comes at you so oh, yeah. fast. Oh, yeah. You come I, across as a catcher to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what time is that? I need to pull that drop. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Whenever Matt gets out of line, I'm gonna play that drop. <laughs> well, I don't listen to that. I don't wear the headphones, so I'll that never hear it. Is funny. Oh, that's crazy. Well done. Yeah. Uh, so I, I of vinyl absolution. I, I just that's dangerous. That sounds it's completely dangerous. for twelve dollars. For twelve dollars, yeah. And that's such a good beer. I mean, I mean, really, it's not an expensive beer technically. No, like you really can go get a nice growler job. for uh, you know fourteen, sixteen dollars easy. A, a pitcher. I mean, I had a. I went to. Uh, I had a company event where I took everybody to the Folding Warehouse, and a guy had two Final Absolutions. He couldn't even throw the football halfway across the. <laughs> oh, I was oh, yeah. drinking. I was. I was hosting Quizzo at Terry's, and I drank four twenty threes of Final Absolution. Oh. Did you and just swim home at that point? <laughs> so, just lay in the river and let it flow you. So it was it was like nine o'clock, the show was over. I get up, I sit right back down. Yeah. And the bartender or the, the waiter who's like jamming to all my music, because I play like eighties, nineties, early two thousands. And I'm like, I'm gonna keep playing music until I sober up. And he's like, hey. What did you have? I'm like, Well, four final absos. And he goes, yeah, you're going to sit down for a few hours, aren't you? So I'm going to – he's, like, requesting yeah. songs now for me to play. Did you step back from that ledge, my friend? Oh. See, that is exactly why when, when I am hosting, I, I drink maybe two. I mean, especially when I'm at Ashley's. And, you know, I look at that list and it's just said, like, okay. Well, at, at, at uh, Muldoon's, I've had two pitchers once. <laughs> no. So – uh, oh no! Th- this was uh, Rochester Red or Killian's, depending on if they have Rochester Red on tap or not. When I'm taking pictures for one of the blogs, I take pictures for on my own. I always find that at later in the beer fest, because I'm a very plain photographer, so I find later in the beer fest my pictures get better. Like they get a little more artistic, and I'm <laughs> is, like, is photography I'm like, like bowling and darts? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, damn! I don't even. That's a really artistic shot. But I don't remember taking that. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. Because it's, yeah, it, people say, oh, that's a great shot. Oh, yeah, I totally set that up. That's exactly <laughs> so, what I meant for. All the video I've taken at the end of a beer fest has been almost unusable. <laughs> Shaking cam <laughs> looks like Cloverfield. <laughs> so startled. Exactly. Just, just as long one, as like, one you, thing you get that... some pictures of these people who keep stealing things out of Ashley's after beer fest. <laughs> so that, that's getting ridiculous. So, well, we did have you, a lot of problems with that last is? year. I, I don't know. You, Can we just ask from Tilly, like, what, 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 is, what is Ashley's? It's a craft beer. Well, I yeah. should let you explain yeah. it, but it's a craft beer bar, full restaurant. 
Yeah. Um, it, it was a, it was really it, it's a, well it's There's a two two, two restaurant chain, yep. but yeah. it was really craft beer bars before like Hopcat existed. And all how, this. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they they tell uh, Jeff and Roy Moore, the owners, tell a great story about um, the current president of uh, Bell's Brewing is Laura Bell, Larry's daughter, and um, they used to get Bell's beer when. Larry would put it in the back of his van and drive it over from Kalamazoo. He's this probably back in the like mid- a, a single digit account. Yeah, this like, is the mid '80s before any of this. Bell's, before, Bell's yeah. has this like this list of like the OG Bell's accounts too, and like they like Larry knows those OG Bell's accounts. We've got a great picture we took from Bell's 30th anniversary a couple of years ago, where the Moors are and uh, are with Larry and Laura Bell behind the bar there at Ashley's because they came in specifically for this because Ashley's is one of the places, the original locations in Ann Arbor. So um, it's it's in it's right across the diag from University of Michigan, Brown State Street. Yeah, so they uh, they've been around since 19, jeez, oh, 86. It's been a while. It's been a really a long time. And then they opened a restaurant in the the. The bar in in Ann Arbor is a small place. It's yeah. got a it's got a cool sort of English pub feel to it. The facility in Westland where the Belgian Beer Fest is, they knew they needed a place that they could have these kind of events, and um, it's in the parking lot of Westland Mall, and it's a much bigger place and much more open. They have a great beer garden where they can host all kinds. Of, you guys came to the Cascale Festival, and they can host. Oh, yeah. It's a big space, and they can have mm-hmm. uh, a lot of space to have these kind of events. But they. They have a great relationship with all these breweries and have had them for a lot of years. So they get a lot of times when unique stuff comes out, they're first in line to get that stuff. So, and that's from very cool. That's like a lot of the beer stuff. It's like you guys are developing relationships with a lot of these breweries over years, and you'll have them Mm -hmm. back in years to come. You develop those relationships, you reap the benefits when these breweries say, "Hey, they've always been good to us, so we're going to be good to them." And that's what Ashley's really. Well, hopefully soon people will start bringing us kegs for. That's what I'm waiting for. (laughs) Like, you guys have been good. Here you go. Well, we just we just spoiled the whole reason of this show was to get (laughs) free keg. Right. Um, We started thinking we were getting one free T-shirt. And then once that happened, I said, "All right, we can shut stop. it down. Shut we, it down. We, we've we've made it. The, the yeah. best. Is, the best is. I mean, like we we've got a you know a couple big guys, tall guy here. So when they bring like the t shirts and it's like XL is the biggest, and I'm like, oh. Well, they brought the uh, uh, new Belgian guy brought one double X. I'm like, I can wear that. Like, <laughs> I, I win. Guy George. George is a great guy. George is awesome. I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry, I George. My yeah, I have very little beer paraphernalia because honestly. Who the hell makes a 4X? You're just I assumed all the beer shirts You would think they would. Like right. You would think I mean, they would, but I don't, I don't even have Ashley's stuff to wear because we usually get 3X, and I, I really don't feel that comfortable in that, so that's the end of it. I don't, yeah, crop top. top. Yeah. Dude. Crop <laughs> yeah, top. That's, it, that's an image. I'm glad it's a podcast and not a video. That's, 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 a, that's the end that of the image. West Michigan Craft Beer Festival <laughs> where you see someone in a crop top or something like that. You know what? I'll tell you what. What? Next time we have a craft beer fest, I'm going to show up like Nick Swartz. So in two weeks. And Reno 911, <laughs> four wheeled real rollerblades, yeah. Daisy Dukes, and a crop top. And it'll say better on Daphne, but like, woo! Now you guys got to remember that and hold them to it. I, I, I was going to oh, say. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. Yeah. excited to see that. You got two weeks. Right. Uh, so one thing I do want to bring up before we take a uh, quick break, because I think we're all on the same page, so yep. I think it's going to be uh, all annoying and um, everybody is upset. So the state of Wisconsin. Uh, as as we go for the brute news, there you go. Nick's not here. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great sound. <laughs> it's like a blue jail. What's Are we in the jungle? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. We've got fun and games. We have fun and news. <laughs> uh. 
Continuing. So the state of Wisconsin, the legislation over there is trying to sneak in new uh, laws in regards to the ability for the three-tier system. So Wisconsin has a three-tier system, just like the state of Michigan. And the Tavern Association of Wisconsin wants to basically make brewers and wineries sell their beer to distributors and then rebuy it to then sell it to the customers. And as much as I'm I'm for the three-tier system, I think the three-tier system has a lot of great things inside of it. Um, I think there are improvements that can be done with it, but I think it's great in regards to both big and small brewers. Um, and whether some people agree or disagree, that's another story. But when you're making someone who creates the product sell the product and then rebuy the product to sell the product to customers, you're basically doing it just to get tax money. And it's it I, I can't I can't foresee another reason. There's no self distribution there, right? There is no self-distribution. I don't Ohio know. Well, Ken, I should mention there's a couple states that already do this, Georgia being one of them. Really? Yeah. Georgia? Yep. Does that surprise you, though? Georgia? Georgia. Well, the only one in Georgia <laughs> that I know of is Terrapin. Uh, Terrapin's there. Sweetwater. Creature, Sweetwater. Creature, Sweetwater. Creature Comforts is, uh, was at Bell's Foundational there, brewery that's well known. And um, Yeah, this has been happen- This has happened, actually, in a number of states where, um, yeah, they're taxing to bring it back in. The problem with it is, is it... Georgia's actually found some ways around it where it's not actively happening, but that's how it started out. And um, the problem with this is, it's going to there's going to be a lot of eight, nine, ten dollar beers in microbreweries when this that's the that's the end product of this. And um, a lot of places won't yeah. stay in business. Like uh, well, no. my local breweries, Canton Brewers, which I love those guys. Will I go there to buy an eight dollar beer rather than drinking a Bud Light at somewhere else? Sure, I'll do that. But I'm probably in the minority on that. Do you drink Bud Light? I don't drink. I wouldn't be caught dead drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I, I have. I proven I'm a snob enough. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> I, I mean, no, it's it's hard as friends. Yeah. You're in New Zealand drinking a Bud Light. Oh, it's, Bud Light Lime. Isn't that the dream though? I know. That every time I say, right. every like time I say New Zealand, I'm like, oh god, I'm a snob again. <laughs> oh, god. It's it's hard though for for a product like that. You have to go through a distributor to sell it yourself. Now, is and, it like are they charging full distributor t- fees? Or? Yes. Yes. They actually take the kegs. And like at Terrapin, is, Terrapin is in Athens, Georgia, and so is Creature Comforts. And uh, at, uh, Atlanta's about an hour away, hour and a half of something away. I have they will send, about Atlanta. They will send the kegs to Atlanta and then send them back to their own pubs. I mean, why even bother? Why do that? Why just, just take you know, the law? Because that's exactly what they're doing. I'm like, just treat this as some e-commerce like, shit. Like, this is already just, some you know, extortion like, shit. Send me a bill. No, it's so, already fucking never, so my, never mind what you should Hold on, hold on. Ring it Matt. So my question is... Is Miller and Pabst so gone from Milwaukee? Because if you think about it, then Miller Brewing Company and Pabst Brewing Company would have to sell to a distributor to sell it to other distributors. They don't. They don't. They don't sell in their own brew pubs. They don't sell beers. Like if you go to Miller Brewery, if you go to the Miller Brewery in Milwaukee, they don't sell there. They they offer sample pours, which is something you can do. Which is the way the Georgia breweries have gotten around the law. You can. The Georgia breweries are only open a couple hours, but three hours uh, a day for three days a week because they're allowed to offer tours and sample pours that don't fall within this. Have to send it to Atlanta. Have to send it back to sell it. Yeah. So what? It, yeah. Okay. But but you you do have major breweries who do sell on property. You got Line and Kugel there who sells on property. 
Yes. I'm, mm-hmm. I just looked it up. <laughs> well, but they're so big, they can probably afford to do that. They probably can. But the thing is, is that in, in regards to at least the news, the people behind it are the distributors as well as the Wisconsin Tavern Association or Tavern League or League of Wisconsin Taverns, something like that. If you still uh, call yourself Taverns, you're what? We eighteen sixty five. How much you want to bet? Will they get their money from somewhere else? Oh, I'm sure they do. But like, I've I've actually reached out to this company, the Wisconsin Tavern League, League Tavern, whatever, and I want them to come on. I want them to talk to us. I want them to be like, tell us your story. Tell us, you know, because we could talk and we could talk passionately about how fucking stupid this is, and I will drop that f bomb. Yeah, but so hard. That's as, why as I'm, I'm 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 a I'm a big <laughs> business person. Again, like most craft beer fans who are against the three tier system, I'm for the three tier system because I see how it benefits a lot of people. It does, as well as I see how Michigan has created laws to even do better for the nano brewers who can self distribute to where they don't have to go through a distributor. So you have all of these great things that you can do with breweries, with distribution, with business, and we've talked about it here. I've been on my high horse in regards to saying go Wicked Weed for getting bought out, getting that money, walking away rich motherfuckers. Yeah. But when you're you're causing this extra step to where one more issues can happen in regards to the beers getting warm, cold, warm, cold, or the beer being mishandled, the beer being anything – and you're you're trying to create this high quality, whereas if you go to a bar, the, the the brewer can't sell any other beer there. The brewer can't. The brewer is not a bar; it's a brew pub. I can't go and I can't sell. You know, if I'm mommy, I can't go and I can't sell Ernst. I can't go and I can't sell. Um, what's another Black, Black Frog? Cloister. Black Cloister. There you go. I'm trying to help you guys out. <laughs> brew Review Crew. But they can't. I, they can't <laughs> if you have a guest tab. License. If you have a guest tab, but you still have to import that beer somehow, sure. and you you have to have laws like in Michigan again self distribution. You have that ability to self distribute a beer from batch to uh, brew Detroit, but only if only if you're a specific size. Correct. Now, real quick, are there nano breweries in Wisconsin? So does this make that every brewery has to have a distributor? Correct. to sell beer in there. Yes. So what I'll stops someone from even even in your own brew pub? What, that's the difference. What what, dis- what stops? A nano brewery from registering as a distributor and then just distributing their own beer to themselves and then back. I would guess politically you have to. I would guess getting approved politically as a distributor. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That would probably be. I'd say you probably have to have some political connections to get. I mean, at that point, you're almost looking at creating a Brewers Guild distributor to where you can just you know. Sure. Right. Does Wisconsin not have such a Brewers Guild? I mean, oh, they have. They have Brewers Guild, and they don't. But they don't have our scene. That's yeah, but I would, the big thing. I would imagine size, a state like – it's, it's like saying Missouri doesn't have beer in it because, I mean, Wisconsin is one of the first states to have a true beer presence. Yeah, but you have to understand is, is that after New Glarus, yeah. it's nothing. Well, I don't mean it's New yeah. Glarus. I mean Miller and Pabst and but, yeah, like but Schlitz and the that, big boys. That doesn't that, – that, that does, this law doesn't affect them. But Ken's hit the nail on the head here. It's not it's, – it's states – we're not – this isn't going to – the, the article I sent to you today is I'm not worried about it because it's going to come here to Michigan. It's going to be the mid-tier states where you ha- don't have as strong a lobby by those by those microbreweries that are going to keep up politically and make sure that this doesn't happen to them. It's going to happen in states like Wisconsin where the where they, they aren't politically as organized as here. Ohio has stepped beyond that. I don't think you guys have anything to worry we about. We don't either. have that. No. And, no. And I, mean, but I, you're I think that's, at, that, that was proven with the, the – 
post 11% or 12% sure. law that yeah. they just literally got to Kasich's desk and he's like, let's go. And as much as Miller was actually um, going against that law, the Miller company, Miller Coors, was going against that law to increase the capabilities of imports right. and creations above Plus uh, X percent. Co- but more more so because it would cost Budweiser more money. Well, it would, but it was also like – when when you're when you lose the capability of bringing in Goose Island, or then Goose Island has to make a specific beer just right. for Ohio, because it costs just like they did with Georgia, they, or, they sent the we wrong. Lost, I mean, we lost Stone. Stone. We lost Stone over that. We were able to yeah. get Brewdog, but Stone and, cho- chose. And, and when, when else you have, that's amazing because Stone is everywhere. They are everywhere. And, and, and when you have in a Berlin, Germany, for God's sakes, when when you have a political figure like John Kasich, who is a business conservative. You're like he's like, what are you talking about? I just lost all this money. Yeah. No, this isn't happening again. I'm right. going to sign this law to fix this. There's a law in Texas is really Texas is another place that's in danger of running oh, yes. into this. They're bad. And they are. I mean, name me a Texas brewery other than Jester King. Go, uh, Shiner. 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 Okay, okay. <laughs> another a non macro. Franconia. <laughs> okay. What's, no, Shiner's not yeah. macro. What's, uh, what's R- the Rar pineapple? Rar and Brothers. Brothers. Yep. We there you go. The Mr. Beer Pineapple. What's that one? You know what I'm talking about? No one. Wait, Mr. Beer? All right, somebody no, cut, no, no, somebody cut him off. He's <laughs> okay. just talking. No, <laughs> no there, we have we have uh, YouTube friends who sent us beer before, and and we they, the Rars, they struggle. Rar yeah, brothers, Rar brother. yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is, Texas is another state that's vulnerable. Yeah. They've got all the uh, the one of the best breweries in the state wasn't even well known outside the state, and AB InBev walked in and just paid them a huge amount of cash. And you know, get, Ken says good for them, and that's true, and that's fine. Carbach, they're out of Houston. Yeah. Houston's yep, got these yep, yep. great. Houston has these horrible beer laws that you can't even serve in your own microbrewery there. So Carbach, they come in and they offer Carbach these millions of dollars. They take it. Yeah. Okay, keep talking. Obviously, I'm I'm trying to keep the show going. I'm trying to look at hand signals here, and I'm trying to figure out if we're (laughs) off the rails. Because I love it when Better on Draft goes off the rails. Uh, My whole life, I've always just wanted to be part of Better on Draft off the rails. They're really better off the rails. That's going to be be the new show. It's a good good place to be. No, so speaking of new shows, while Matt's getting ready for five questions, is I don't think we're going to be taking that that second break. Um, we, We actually have a new show. Uh, called the Beer Tour Guy from Steven Johnson. He was on last week, and he's going to be doing a bi-monthly, so first and third Wednesday of every month, starting August 2nd, I believe, the first Wednesday of August. Uh, he's going to be starting a one-hour show on our network talking about whatever he wants to. Nice. That's that's really like he, he just <laughs> – Talk about beer. Talk he was about, just like, great. I want to start a show. And I'm like, well, I know you've done a show. I know you've done plenty of shows. I know you have the capability of, so – there you go. Yeah. Talk about shows. <laughs> talk or about talk, talk, talk about beer. Talk about pedaling uh, on a bike and drinking beer. Well, he, he does, well, he does, he does the do bicycle the tours, not the pedal bar pedal, tours. Right, right. I still haven't done one of those. I don't know. Those are, those are interesting. I, I just feel like uh, when I'm drinking a beer, the last thing I want to do is really pedal a bike. Are you, on those pedal bikes, are you actually pedaling or is it the guy at front? There's a lot of seats you facade. don't have to pedal. Yeah, but okay, so you're the tandem bike girl then. So I just went to, to I just that went to because Florida. she can't fit, like she can't like reach well, the pedals. Her legs won't reach. <laughs> I just, I just went to Florida and I was with my girlfriend and we went to this uh, little, like they rented out bicycles and she was like, Oh, let's do a tandem. And they looked at her and they looked at me and they looked at her and they said, no. They said, you're going to go down the road and come back and say, we want two bikes because <laughs> she's not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, exactly. I knew it. <laughs> so you're the one. You'll kick up your feet and everyone else in the bus will pedal and you'll just be drinking so a beer. So those are real pedals? I thought the guy at the front had the pedals. No, he drives. Yeah. He just steers. He steers, yeah. 
What do, oh. what do you do to break? That's I, I, th- I think he has a. <laughs> does everyone just keep pedaling though? He, he, I don't know. If, if he breaks, he has a. Full- that don't make you <laughs> stop. You just keep rolling. He, he has a full on like system and stuff to where like he has the ability to drive it because he has to obviously stay yeah. sober at zero zero zero. Um, so he can't drink. He can't do anything. I don't even think he can serve. Like I think somebody else has to serve the actual uh, alcohol on there if it's not BYOB. Yeah. Uh, okay. But in regards to it, I mean, it's great for cities like at least for Detroit. Like I don't know if you guys have been to the downtown area or the city or anything like that. Sure. The, the downtown area has exploded in regards to capability, uh, scenery and everything, especially with the water too. You you have the the river right there. Um, you have the beach, which is in Campus Martius. You have the um, Riverwalk. All these great places in Detroit to where it's it's great for the little small area that they pedal around. Uh, but what this guy does is he also does like he'll he'll pick you up from like say Royal Oak Brewery and take you to the beer festivals. Oh, that's nice. And we'll do a three brewery tour, take you home too. Yeah. And he does those three brewery tours where yep. he's really. He's really a smart guy. I'm glad you guys had him on. So episode 90, uh, he was on and he talked about it. And it was one of those things, just kind of like how you had your your idea of starting a brewery and stuff. He had this idea of starting a beer tour company. And he's like, one day he was driving home from a brewery uh, or anything like that. And he's just like, you know what? I want to do this. And he was talking to his wife and he's like, all right, I'm going to do it. And he wound up actually completing his task and creating this thing. And it's not like so. I actually you, think I'm, I listened to that episode. Were you at a? Was that on location? No, that, I was here. No, what was the one you did on the location? first time that we was talked to him was at Coonan. like a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he Summer was on that show. He was on that yeah, show for a brief that. moment. Yeah. Um, he stopped that, by. That show was terrible in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, really was, I think that was, that was all really I was had coming bad. into this. <laughs> it really it was tough that to record bad. because of the feedback. And yeah, the, but it was well, not necessarily the fe- it was. That, not necessarily the feedback. We also had the issue of Reggie and the full effect or whatever doing the oh, play, sound check. Yeah. Reggie and the after party. Whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered that. <laughs> I just remember Reggie being a two X Rob. The drummer plays my trivia. Oh yeah, like if you put two of Rob together, you get Reggie. Yeah. Can I? Talented though, give him a little credit. Oh, yeah, he was, was like talented. talented. I was just annoyed as all hell because uh, it was a good show. It was just yeah, it was just doing a sound test. Yeah, the, the, the Tokyo to craft beer scene that was a great interview. Yeah, that was actually fun. Can I can I just introduce these two beers that I passed around yes, the Orval? Did you, you guys get oh, the Orval? I only have which one. one? These so are good. now the, uh, only, the one right. These are the only you, ones so. I have one bottle of. So we're just pour it all on the glass. Small and we'll drink it uh, This is one of the Trappist beers I talked to, made by the monks in the breweries that sell it. And um, if you look, it's got a really cool label with a, a fish in a ring. There's a there's a Belgian legend about. Um, a woman who was distraught because she had lost her husband, and she came to this pond and oh, lost. It's a her triple, room. right? Yeah, it's yeah, it actually tell. is. It's actually a. Oh, it tastes or, like a triple, but there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of amber qualities to it. Orval actually has no specific style. It is one of those ones where it is just such a. It is there's Orval, and that's its own style. This is age two. It was brewed on nine eleven. In wait, what? Fourteen sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, we've got a we've got four different we've got four different age versions of it excited. that we've served at Ashley's in the past. Um, this is one of those ones where it's it's its own unique style. The brewery really does only a couple different types of beers, and it's got a lot of the wild qualities. As when I when I was passing around, it had the foam coming up from it because it has a lot of the wild qualities to it, and it's its own unique beer. And we serve a couple different varieties of it at the Belgian Beer Festival, which is um, they're very slight, but if your palate's into that kind of I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and it's got 200,000 reviews on Untapped, and they have three beers on Untapped. Yep. <laughs> That'd be right. Not, honestly, and I've had a lot of the lot of beers, and I've only had 
two of their beers, and, and I had to search out the other one. I've never even heard of the third beer. Never even so seen the, it. They have Orval, they have Petite Orval, and they have Orval Green Service Prussian. The Petite Orval is the other one I've had, and I only had only because I served. I bought paid a seventeen dollars for a bottle of that in Belgium because I wanted so to try Orval it. Green Petite. Uh, it looks like uh, I'm, I'm looking at where it was drank at, and I've got Luxembourg. Yep, that's about right. Because they're right down by the Luxembourg border. Yeah, Elange Guardian is the name of the place. Oh. Yep, uh, and it looks like they might be the only place that has served it or owned or it. Or the brewery itself, probably. Which I wouldn't imagine you'd even have enough cell signal at the brewery to check in because <laughs> there's just it's it's in the middle of nowhere. The brewery itself is there's a 16th century monastery on site, which is like in ruins, and then there's the modern monastery, and you can go, and you can book rooms at this B and B on the monastery property, but you can't be there to drink the beer. You have to be there for the meditational aspects hmm. of the brewery. All right, I'm no. gonna go ahead and say, uh, um, you're good. You're well, there. Lame. Um, the other be- <laughs> the other beer I'm passing around right now is these. Um, there wasn't one in between. There was okay. I have something. No. I don't know what. I, I know what you have, and you can pour everyone else the uh, the drink and give me the rest. <laughs> this is another sour. <laughs> oh, I've had that damn. plenty yes. of times. But this one's the, the Ode Brun, and it's uh, for it's a thirty three percent Forder beer, which is we talked about the Forders being these large, gigantic oak fermenting areas, and then they also brewed it with the the younger brown beer, which is just the. Simple, the very beginning beer that most of these come from. So yeah, everyone is, get your tastes, and then this is one of these. The yeah, rest. you can pass it on. The kid. This is one of those ones that has. It's another one of those ones that has such a unique taste that you, when you drink it, you're like, you could identify it immediately. The, this is the penance for all the beer that I let you guys drink, like the hashtag juice and all this shit. Like I get the Browns. <laughs> the Old Bruins is good too because the the Old Bruin from uh, uh, ABC is really really good. Too. Yeah, they they do a great job on their Belgian style. Uh, so I've got think... a lot of Old Bruins coming. I, somebody's gonna have to carry Ooh, Ken out of Belgian. Fest that's definitely next question week. three yeah. that I just smelled. Cause... So, uh, as always with segment three, as uh, Angela will be back shortly, um, we're kind of like rotating out. We have five questions uh, with segment three. We have uh, Matt Bush, <laughs> take it away. Oof. Are your nose hairs burnt off again? Yeah, just a little bit. Like, I, I was fine for that sour earlier, but this one was not uh, all right. not all that good at all. All right. Well, I did some research. Um, okay. According to the website, kegworks.com. Kegworks.com. Number one today is not. Actually, you know what? We're gonna. We're, that's number two. Number one. Oh. Here you go, Rob. Get your taste. Yep. Number one is always Somebody geography. Make sure to pour something this for Angela. What, this is what you yeah. just. Yeah. No, don't no, don't that's, start. That's yet. question three. That, that's gonna hurt. Okay. Oh wait. That's gonna. Hurt. I gave you two cups. I just drank it. You drank I, what I, I gave you? <laughs> yeah. Do you do, what do you? I'm, I'm sorry. curious what you thought about okay. that. You didn't. You didn't give me any tasty notes. That's fine. I got it in my head. Okay. Still on the palate. Okay, good. Then don't, okay, so um, don't, don't talk, Corey. Question number one is uh, geography. Um, America, as we know, is changing. America. And they're they're also changing their cans. So there are going to be eleven states on the America cans now. They're not, they're going to go from that name to America now to it's going to be called the states. Okay. The states in Belgium. No, 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 no. America. Okay. The beer. So, all right. So Budweiser is no longer going to be called. <laughs> So Budweiser is no longer going to have America on the cans. It's going to have the 11 states that Budweiser is brewed in. So question number one is, 
one. What are the 11 states Budweiser is brewed in? Oh, we got an 11 part. <laughs> we have Missouri. Can we write this down? Jeez. How do you guys do this? Georgia. No, no, just, just shut up. Ohio, Missouri, Missouri, Georgia, Ohio, Georgia, Ohio, Missouri, Georgia California. Hold on, hold on. I got Missouri and Georgia, Ohio, Ohio. California. California. There's actually two in California. Good job. So are we still at 11 or Texas? Texas. Uh, Puerto Rico count? Texas is one of them, yeah. Texas. How about North Dakota? Delaware. Uh, no, for both of those. New Jersey? Wyoming? So, uh, New Jersey is New one Jersey, of them. New Jersey, yeah. There you go. Alaska. North Carolina? North Carolina. No. No. Georgia. Florida. You already said Georgia. Georgia. Florida, correct, yes. What are we up to? You're at... You're, I, I, I've deleted seven, so you have four left. Um, Washington, Kansas, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado's one. Texas, uh, you already said Texas. Oh, okay, Kansas. Washington and Kansas are not correct. Uh, we're, we're moving to the East Coast. Arizona. East Coast for the rest. May. Oh, East Coast for the rest. And Mid Atlantic. Oh, Virginia. Yep, Virginia. Now, full East Coast. Uh, Think Bernie. Vermont. Vermont. Oh no, next door. New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. And then the uh, second biggest state in America. Texas. Texas. No, second, not third. Texas. Second, not third. It's Texas. Population. Oh, last. Yeah, it's like a population. Population. Oh. 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 You just said biggest. Specific. We, said New York, we already said New York. We already said no, no, you just said New York. Yeah, so we, did. we said New York, right, we said so no, and then we said New Jersey. I said we said New Jersey just because New York and New Jersey are all the same thing. So. All right, so that was number one. All right. Okay. Number two, according to kegworks.com, this is a true or false. So you have 50% chance of being right. Just because I want to get you guys to the mystery room. Beerography is the study of beer geography. False. false. I don't think that's a real thing. I don't think it's yeah, a real thing. I think I'm going... Well, I've never heard of that. I'm going with Greek you. and Latin roots. I'm going to say true. <laughs> <laughs> Corey is correct. You guys are all wrong. Bureography is the study of beer geography. I thought we cut Corey off a while that? ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. So you guys have a beer in your oh, in, in a cup that you would typically find in a single section of your standard party. Yeah, table. we do. Sitting next to, you know, <laughs> help. Now, you guys, well, I mean, one of them drank. <laughs> It's, it's already as it usually does with your beers, and it's sitting in the aisle of health and beauty, and it's smelling somewhere in between Lever no, 2000. On, on. You guys can't talk. <laughs> Dan knows. I, I, he I, did this intentionally. Because I, 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 I didn't know have, he did I didn't, this intentionally. No, I, I didn't know Dan was going to be here, but I didn't have enough beer to pour seven cups, so I showed Dan what we had. That way he would have to only oh. stand outside. God damn it. I thought you would enjoy the, their torture with me. I am enjoying it. Is it torturous? Uh, oh, do you guys enjoy well, it? The funny thing I with usually this enjoy is, this is a macro it's beer. It's my favorite part. It seems fine. It, exactly. It's, it's like we all hate these. One, and Dan, this is enjoyable. I love this. That's where we're misunderstood. We don't hate macro beers. We just don't choose to drink them all the time. Well, no, no. You don't have to hate For the record, I hate macro beers. You're that. Yeah, Back in New Zealand. No, I just. <laughs> that's here at the, when you're like counting calories, I just would count these out and I would just save yeah, them for it's just a, better. It's just for me, it's just a. I mean, way I, they do so business. I have a guess. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Oh. Wait. Well, well, we get two questions. We get two questions to break down format. No one told me anything. We were listening to the show. All right, you're So, yeah, you get to ask two questions, then you get a guess. We get to ask two questions. It can be geography related, it can be. Beer. 
What's it could that? be beer graphic. Uh, I've got one question. What's there? there you go. I what you state off. is this made? Is the brewery? Well, we, we, we can't. No, this is going to yes be yes. No. state. We can't ask the state. Yeah. It's got to be, yeah, a, gotta yes, be yes, no no yes, no question. Yes, no. It's like a twenty-one question. Is but this, there's only two. Is this beers? Hold on, hold on. We, we get to talk about it, so don't okay. don't ask. Okay, so we can let's, ask let's each other. About, yeah, we can this talk to real, each other. This is a real water. Hey, Kevin, person. say we we this talk kind of, we talk about the question. Ken Ken is the, the final answer of sorts. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm like I'm like the head of everything. Right. I'm also unmuted you, Corey, so you can talk. All right, so we can talk amongst ourselves. So yeah, so so we need to figure out either a region. By the way, this is in tribute to your name that beer. Guess this is guess our guess that beer. GDB hashtag. I thought it was called Name Dad Beer. Guess that. It used to be, and this is in homage to you guys. Oh, thank you. So this is for you, but enjoy my slop. I I don't even dislike it even a little bit. I think the name of this has. I think it's a three-word name. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Well, he just is, said, is, that, is that his eyes? No, I, I said we cut I him said, off for a I reason. I said I think it is. That was not a question. We, we can ask that. I mean, this that, isn't that really Jeopardy. <laughs> that breaks that. that. Is this a three-word name? Something you would say like Milwaukee's best light? <laughs> I can't say yes. I'm going to go ahead and you must. No, no, okay. so here's the, here's is, it, is it a yes or a how is this? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. This whole game course, really. <laughs> it, it's, it, The answer is yes, but the answer is also no. All right, so we get, so we get another we question. Get another we get two, two more so questions. I'm going to get you another, yeah. Is this, is this from a brewery that's in Wisconsin? No, is, is this brewed in the United States? It is. Okay. So we've, we've got brewed in the United States, so it's anything that's Miller, Bud, Coors, It's not. It's not a lighter in ice. This. This is way too heavy to be anything right. like that. But that, that's the thing, though, is that like not, now I'm all thrown off from the yes it is and no it's not. Well, I'll just tell you that there may be a number. <laughs> I was gonna say because that's what I was thinking there, too. Is that like, what, that, like one of the words? It's more than two words, but one of the words isn't is necessarily a word. word. It's a number. I don't know. Well, I mean, the first thing that popped in my head when when he said yes or no because I thought it was a number was for some reason just old English eight hundred popped in my head. I mean, oh e, <laughs> oh e. Eric says not oe. Is there a number to stay? Four eleven. Four eleven. Or two eleven. Two eleven. Is there a number slept on there? This ain't still reserved. We've had some. It has a good story a about steel reserve. What about um? I don't know if it does it have the number on there. Mick Ultra sixty four. It's not an ultra. It's not. It's not cut. Oh, okay. But this is a way too heavy to be a lighter ultra. God damn! Okay. You guys have some encyclopedic knowledge. Of this <laughs> <laughs> when you do this for fifty weeks straight. <laughs> no, it's yeah. I mean, it's been about that. We, we had him pinned for so many weeks. Ultra. We have not even right so many times. Yeah, I don't even know. There, there was one where like Jorge from New uh, New Belgium got Milwaukee's best like the second he tasted. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was a week that he brought Budweiser, and I literally said this tastes like City Club, so I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> this does taste like City Club though. Well, Christina from Canton Brewers got the beer like on the second Ro- question, no, it was, and no, we she rode had... her for that was about Rolling Rock. Yeah, we she, gave, we gave her shit about that. That, that was the first. So that, was the, that was the inaugural. That was the first week, yeah. and she said, "Is the can green?" I was like. 
Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we gave her so <laughs> much shit at the brewery about that. <laughs> for knowing that. We've uh, never even brewed a lager. You have another question. Right, yeah, we got, we got another question. I got it's one not more the beer question. I thought it was. What do you think? So, question number two is the brewer Miller Coors. Yes. Is it ice? No. I, I mean, three the words are in ice. Yeah, no. It's, it's maybe three words. <laughs> it, I mean, it, ice it, house it, is one word. Like, At least in what they. Is there a. Do. I don't. Okay. So, we, got, we, don't have, we don't have any no, more I questions. Want, I when I did. When I did We're out of questions. We're out of questions. It's when a I did Miller my 5,000 beer, beer and I'm tapped. I drink ice house. I stopped myself. It's it's based. I think it's OE eight hundred. Seriously, it's the only thing that follows. Now, do, now in this game format, do we each get a guess? No, 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 no. it's, it's, it's one collective. Yeah, I was thinking it's Miller High Life, the Champagne of Beers, which is a lot of words, There's but a whole lot could of be no Miller High Life. Miller High Life. No, I didn't say there is there is a number. I just said there's, there's not all words right. are words. Miller sixty four. It can't, it can't well, be. Thing. If it Miller was, High Life. If it was Miller High Life, it, I that's feel like words. his answer would have just been yes. But he also got the champagne of beers. Yeah, but that's, that's also not, that's not the official name. Miller Miller Miller. Miller. AKA. My friend has been drinking Miller High Life all summer because he gets a, he got a <laughs> rebate. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm taking over. I'm taking <laughs> over. <laughs> you, you said OE800, you think? Yeah, that's I, I think we're going to go with Rob's OE800. Is that racist? Is that racist? <laughs> that might be. That's that impressive. Actually, that actually might be racist. That's no. All right. So question number. That would have been a one Nice job. So it's a Miller beer. <laughs> Steel Reserve really Two Eleven doesn't. It's not called Steel Reserve Two Eleven. It's just Steel Reserve. But this is. Inc- How would I don't you have I, known that was made by Miller Coors. How'd you miss the ultimate question? Do you I mix this with thing. orange I mean, juice? Besides that, that's small. <laughs> I would never have. Known How that. did you miss that yeah, question? Because we didn't have you on that. Like, well, he, he did he that knows, on purpose. He knows to he follow. He saw me out there. He's like, I'm pulling you out of this fucking line right now. All right. To my OE. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, first yeah. of all, I've always thought it was just OE. I didn't know there was wait, no wait, wait. involved. We, well, well, wait. We don't have any orange juice, but we, I mean, we have some hashtag take juice. That's true. Well, well, we actually we have. Some, you're gonna actually got some M43 on my car. All right. Oh, so, wait, all right. Good Lord. I, I missed a. I missed a. What was this like? Because that was okay. So oh, I, that's that was the Petrus. Petrus on the Petrus, which I was really excited about. It's a sour, but it's a drink. It's approachable sour. It's a tart. Trader Joe's yeah. has their is a Petrus. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, hold yeah. on, hold on, Rob. Whoa. How's your brass monkey? I mean, it's enjoyable. That's two beers mixed <laughs> together, though. That's not a real brass. All right. Monkey. So, all right. I, the last two questions are going to be kind of rapid fire. We're going to go around the room. All right. We'll start with Rob. Go to Ken and so okay. on and so forth. Um. So, number, question number four is turned into. Get to know your your hosts. So, Rob, what's your favorite brewery? Favorite brewery? Wow. Huh. I mean, right now, I just I, I know it's they don't have you know that big of a catalog and and you know just still fairly new. But I just kind of feel like Old Nation's kind of killing it right now. Ken, my favorite brewery. Is. No, we are, we are. As, as much as I love the guys from North Center and I love their Coconut Brown, which will be at the Summer Beer Festival. Great Lakes Brewery. Ooh. to get to their pub. They is it, is it better than beer. Michigan beer? Obviously. They have, I don't like coffee beer. They have the best Imperial coffee stuff I've ever tasted. I know Corey. 
I'm wondering why you skipped Ron. Because I don't know. I didn't know. Okay, Ron. All right. Someone. (laughs) That is why. Someone on our uh, on our comments on our podcast said Corey and Matt do a great job. (laughs) So he's now either Matt or Ron. Must be very forgettable. Matt Ron. Ron. I call him Matt Ron. Anyway, uh, I always go with Dogfish Head just because I love everything they do. The the craziness that he tries to bring out. He doesn't do every. You know. the same kind of beer everyone else does. Wait, which one I of like you knows how to pronounce his last name? Kelagioni? Yeah, fuck him. Go on. You don't <laughs> like him? Do you not like him, or was that an F me? I don't like him. Oh, really? Why? No, I think I think he's a terrible business person who tries to be all high and mighty. Because you read uh, the article about him shutting down Spear. We, we, got, hogfish. we got Hogfish. Hogfish. We got Namaste over in Texas. Um, the, the man, as much as I'm for protecting your trademark, you're a Dick. Okay. Read, See, his, read his book. I, so, read I, his book. He's, he's smart. Great. He's smart, but he, he's smart, but he. It's, and it's a good book, but he comes yeah. across as kind of a douchebag. So, yeah, so, I get so it. Ron I get it. Oh, I've, I've heard great stories about him. I've heard great things in regards to who he is, what he does, who he talks about, how he's very interested. But in the same sense, like one, the hogfish just really, really. Yeah, we talked about that, and I said it but, kind of wrong. But down. two, the Namaste Brewing. How you can, how you can trademark a Indian greeting. Yeah, right. right. Your name? No, that'd be like if I if I wanted to open up a brewery called Chow Brewing, and you know CIAO, and anybody that that wanted to do like a Chow Italian hopped IPA. Well, I'm opening yeah. M43 Brewing later this year. <laughs> so, Ron, do you have oh, a fair man. brewery? At, at, the, at that point, M43 is what Grand River. Yeah. Grand River. At that point, I'm like oh, Grand River's five. The, uh, that's fine. Okay. And anyways, so right. fair brewery, Ron, go. Uh, I would go with Six Point. Ooh. Yeah, I feel sure. like I have never had anything bad by Six Point. They're very dependable. Angela? If I have to pick one, I'm always been a huge fan of Russian River out of California. Yeah, they're sour and I have something off the board on the cube, and it's called Zatuna Liquor. <laughs> Not just a road, just something 59. Plenty of beer selection, cigars as well, chips. Let's say hi to Jack. So good. Yeah. Great chips. There you go. If you need a guy who's going to go with your sponsor, I think he's this guy knows what he's doing. All right, so last question. Zatuna Liquor Brewery. Yeah. Last question. Yeah. And this is question that's been plaguing America since the day the day it's been born. <laughs> like, when we thought democracy or, or aristocracy, we thought to be under the king or not, and that the question that still plagues this country is number five, is a hot like dog with that? is a hot dog a sandwich or not? A is a hot dog, dog a sandwich? A hot no, dog's a sandwich. No. It's meat that's in between two sides of bread, whether it's vertical or horizontal. Well, I mean, that could be, uh, you know, I'm going to watch. I can't say what I was going to So you say, Rob says, Rob, you say yes or no. Well, hot dog is the same. Well, here's the thing. I, man, I haven't eaten a hot dog since 1988. So no, I, really, I, really, really, really? Yeah, I no, ate really. my first hot dog really in 10 relevant. years. Really? I, I haven't ate a hot dog since that is Monday well, when I went to Lafayette. Maybe 94. That, that may have been, now that I think about it, it may have been like 94, 95. Maybe even last night. Okay, easy. So, so the question is, did Chris Cross make you want to jump, jump? You damn, no, PBS made me want to jump, jump. So, so Ken, you're on the you're on the yes side. That is yes. Dan, you're on the no side. I don't. Care. <laughs> I'm going with no. Ron, Ron, is a hot dog a, a no. sandwich? Dan is halal. Why not? It just isn't. 
Okay. Corey, hot no, dog not sandwich. Not at all. And first off, everyone should be eating any kind of, this is going to sound terrible, but uh, Anthony Bourdain always says it, meat in tube form is phenomenal. Sausages, hot dogs, anything along those lines, I'm all for. I'm glad we didn't cut him off like yours. That's right. Because he set a point there. <laughs> no, I see. Second, secondly, uh, my actual point is the bun's not all the way cut through. I feel like the bun, the bread has to be too you're sliced. Oh, oh, is is a so is is a is a lobster roll a sandwich? Is a hoagie a sandwich? Is a hoagie a sandwich? Yes, of yeah, course. Hoagie is a sandwich. Yeah, yeah probably. You just lost. Good yeah, problem. That's bad logic. Wow. You can't use that. Wow. Love when he argues against himself. Angela, <laughs> hot dog sandwich. Yeah. No, it's Eric. Eric. And as the Mike Pence of this group, I deem hot dog sandwich. No. I break the tie. Hot dog is a sandwich. There's oh. seven of us. How can you break a tie? Because right, I'm exactly. the seventh. No, I have three sandwiches. No? They're, okay. Well, I just. <laughs> wow. What Mike, just happened? Right. Mike seven is off. Ah. <laughs> That's going to do it for us here at Better on Draft. Brew Review Crew, how can they find you? They can find us at BrewReviewCrew.com. Also, we have a podcast, uh, the Brewery Crew on Tap podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. You guys didn't say it together. You want to try that again? Okay. Uh, you can follow us on the podcast, which is the Brew Review Crew on Tap. Over on Stitcher, iTunes, all that good stuff. <laughs> and Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Everything at Brew Review Crew. Eric. Give us your uh, Instagrams and your untaps and all that stuff, whatever yeah, you want to promote. The best uh, the best way to find Ashley's Belgian Beer Festival is go to the Facebook page, which is North American Belgian Beer Festival, and buy your tickets there. We have a limited amount of volunteer opportunities available, so if you want to maybe see the festival that way, message us through Facebook, and we'll go with that. That's going to do it for us here at Better on Draft. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Leave a review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Everything Better on Draft except for Untap, which is Better on Draft Pod. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's Better on Draft. It's Better on Draft. Have a good night. It's, it's literally off. <laughs>